This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, or online store. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use offer code ROOSTERTEETH. That's offer code ROOSTERTEETH at squarespace.com. This show is sponsored by NatureBox. NatureBox ships great-tasting, wholesome snacks right to your door. Forget the vending machine and start snacking smarter with wholesome, delicious treats like dark cocoa almonds. Support this podcast by ordering a free NatureBox sampler box at naturebox.com slash roosterteeth. naturebox.com slash roosterteeth. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Roosterteeth Podcast. Live from Stage 5 in beautiful Austin, Texas. Hi, Gus. This week, Gus Sirola. Ben from here. Chris Damaris. And Bernie Burns. And Gus Sirola. Can I get a beer? You, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, Bernie's literally just walking on stage. Uh, I think with about 10 seconds till we went live, you were still walking around <laughs> back there who know, doing who knows what. When so. I found out we had 10 seconds left, then I could, I'd like, oh, I can still get something done. So I walked, <laughs> yeah. I walked away you, you and got off the stuff. stage for a bit. Today uh, was a very, very crazy day. Yeah? Want to talk about it? Mm-hmm. So today was the first day. Today is Monday, October 13th. and it's it, What's that? It checks out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, today was the first day of, I guess, hardcore pre- Pornography? Like the, the, we're in that, in that <laughs> zone between pre-production and, and production of Laser Team. So tomorrow's like the actual first shoot day. E-production. What? E-production. What does E-production mean? It's between pre and production. Oh, it's just E-production? E-production. Reproduction? Reproduction. Reproduction. <laughs> hardcore <laughs> pornography. Today was reproduction day. <laughs> It all comes back full circle. Anyway, so there was a lot of running around today. Had some people that were here in town uh, that we were meeting for the first time. A lot of a lot of us were meeting for the first time. So it was just a fun day of running around and seeing lots of cool stuff. Nice, like laser gauntlets. So so enjoy your your final look at Bernie for the <laughs> for for the foreseeable future. I will I will be around. Um, I got my they cut my hair today, and. Uh, they, you make it sound like they strapped you down and like <laughs> took the shears to you like you're a sheep in a field. I met a lot of people. I believe the person who cut my hair today was Beth. And there's something about hairdressers. They really, and Michael could probably back this up if he was here, but they really like curly hair a lot. Like they don't get to deal with it very often. And as a result, they just want to like make it as big as possible. <laughs> and so like they cut my hair and then poofed it way the hell up. And then I was like, no, nah, okay. So. My, my wife's been bugging me to get a haircut because my hair's really long right now. And I wanted to get a haircut, but. We started filming this other thing that's been going on for a little over a week now. Josh's and, project? Right. And I can't cut my hair because now if I cut my hair halfway through the project, all of a sudden my hair gets short. Oh, and so, we'll have pickups for the next three months. Right. So yeah. every day my wife's like, why don't you get a haircut today? Like, I can't. I've got to wait. It's like, when are you going to be done filming? I don't know. You just got to <laughs> give up on that. Because I, there's been so many times where I've said, I'm going to cut my hair. And everyone's like, okay. So you're sure I'm going to cut my hair? Yes. And they cut my hair and they, they come in the next day like, you cut your hair. <laughs> Today we have to do we have to reshoot something we shot four weeks ago. I did that. Yeah, I did that show Brandon at Immersion. I immersion. Showed up, I showed up and I was like, you know, I had a beard when we filmed this, right? And you're like, oh shit. <laughs> well, I a- remember we put a complete fake beard on you for the uh, reunion, the reunion short. short. Where it's like, let's get some mascara and just kind of. You look like Daniel Day Lewis playing you. That's what you looked like. Yeah, so if you like really look closely at some of those shots, you can see my beard is just mascara <laughs> over like a tiny bit of stubble that I, I happen c- to have. I couldn't believe every comment the wasn't first- like, "What's wrong with Gus? Is, does he have some kind of disease? <laughs> What's wrong with Gus? Our audience is used to that. The first pass, we used like brown mascara. <laughs> so it's like brown. It was like I had like- shit over my mouth. You can just say it, Chris. I it looked like there was shit all around my mouth. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the black looked much better. It's much yeah. more flattering. Uh, so speaking of which, I was on the podcast last week. Okay. 
And that last week was after we discovered. Oh right, last week I remember it now. That uh, there's a, there was an Ebola case that showed up in Dallas. Uh, Two now. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is the so this this nurse who got Ebola from this guy Duncan, who came from I believe Liberia. Yes. And he came to Dallas, <laughs> went to the hospital. Two days after he started having symptoms, they turned him away, saying, "Ah, oh, you're fine." And then he goes home with two days with symptoms. And symptoms are when you can pass the virus, when you're exhibiting symptoms. And uh, two days later, he then comes back to the hospital and says, I really do think something's wrong with me. And there's been a lot of speculation whether the guy was lying or all this stuff. But it's just basically they turn him away. Then he comes back two days later and they go, oh, yeah, you have Ebola. They admit him. And now this young lady, this nurse, who I think has been now been identified by her family. Correct. And yeah. uh, she is literally like she is now like the poster child. She is the first case of Ebola in the U.S. She's the first transmission of Ebola in the U.S. Yeah. So she's like, she's not patient zero, but she's like patient one. I think CNN has this adorable picture of her and her dog. And like the dog is licking her in the face. Like you can't pick a more sympathetic Can dogs photo. carry That's Ebola? Is now the question like, I want. Could the dog be the next like, carrier? The answer to your question is yes. And it's something that not many people know about Ebola, which is like, when we were talking, we got we started off on a really uh, emergency tangent immediately. Gus, I lost my phone. It's around here. I have no idea. <laughs> so, nobody call. But uh, yes, dogs can get uh, Ebola, and they carry it asymptomatically. So oh, they're just wow. like carriers of Ebola. And in fact, the there was a nurse in Spain in Madrid uh, who contracted Ebola. They killed her dog. Like oh. the the Spanish authorities killed her dog, euthanized the dog. Which they killed it. That would be like the creepiest and most mean way of uh, doing chemical warfare. Is you just go to pounds, you contract Ebola and just give it to all the dogs. And then <laughs> are, are you like passing them? it out to the dog <laughs> there, Chris? Like here's some Ebola for you. Here's some Ebola. Yeah, but it's uh, yeah, and it's like one of those things. It's not the the U.S. went through a very short period of time, which was uh, a little bit, it's a little, little, little bit of hubris, where it was like. Oh, everybody stop. Don't worry about it. You know, it's out of control in Africa because everyone's just passing it to each other. They don't know how to do it. And they don't to, but then, like, here's a nurse who's covered head to toe in protective gear, and she contracts well, it. Well, the CDC kind of threw her or the hospital under the bus. On total speculation. Yeah, they said, well, protocol, proper protocol was breached, and that's what caused this the spread. Well, they don't want people and, to panic. They won't elaborate on what that means. Like, you, what do you mean protocol was breached? If they just say, yeah, we don't know. Well, we don't know. They, everybody did everything right, but it's still spreading. People would absolutely panic. Am I weird for not wanting to shake hands anymore? Like you, officially? To be fair, Brennan, you don't ever like shaking hands with I anyone. I know, but officially saying no to any circumstance. <laughs> I've been with him one time. We were out, and he just he, someone goes to shake his hand, and you're like, I just washed my hands. You actually said that to a guy. Well, you no, were saying that because your hands were wet? No, he said it because he just, they were clean. <laughs> and he, no, this guy's no. disgusting? I had some words. At one point, uh, <laughs> we were hanging out, and you shook somebody's hand, and then while they were there, you immediately took out one of those antibacterial oh. things that and was put just, it in and washed. That wasn't... That was That's just, worse. But no, I'm not touching anybody I'm always, anymore. I'm always... I don't know how you are, Gus, but at cons, you know we just came back from New York Comic Con. I didn't go. You didn't go. Nobody here nobody went. Here went no. A lot of those people are actually still making their way back. They had like a... I heard a seven-hour line at, at Comic Con. Wow. Yeah, that's no, crazy. Yeah. And it's just like... You know, we see a lot of people when we go to these conventions, you shake a lot of hands. So on a regular basis, just because it's a lot of people from all over the country or all over the world, 
you're going to get exposed to things. So I'm always really careful. I don't get sick at cons anymore. But for the first year or two, I would get sick on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Like when I go to PAX and everyone gets PAX, POX, or whatever they call it, never get it. Yeah, I don't never. get <clears throat> Two rules. Sanitize your hands frequently and don't touch your face. Don't touch your face is a big one. Yeah, don't that's touch your it. Face. You, just, yeah. you don't get it. You're fine. But Make sure you don't have anything hurt here. And then don't touch sweaty dudes. I got a cut. I got a cut on my finger that's bugging the shit out of me. Now you say that. I'm to come back to that story. Have, have you shaken any hands of sweaty men? No, I haven't. Okay. I don't think I have. Stay away. Anyway, so uh, I always sanitize my hands at the booth on a regular basis, but like not based on anything. Just like, oh, 15 minutes have gone by. Yeah. I should probably sanitize yeah. my hands. I, I, I can sympathize. But it's always a thing of like, I don't want anybody to see me do it. It's a totally responsible, professional thing to do to sanitize your hands. Yet I feel like I have to hide the fact yeah, that I, I'm sanitizing my hands. I always try to justify it like, to the next person. Like, listen, like, listen, I shake a lot of hands. I'm doing this for your protection. You're going to get the cleanest handshake possible as soon as I'm done doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy who just walked away is like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy's fucked. <laughs> that, guy's, that guy's not going anywhere. <laughs> that guy's getting pox, Paxibola. Um, don't, don't, we shouldn't make jokes about it at this point. God, my yeah, you talked about crazy. a cut on your hand the other day. I was uh, replacing one of the screens in my in my place, so I took the screen out. Uh, then I put the the new one on, and it had like little little latches, like little catches you got to push up and then get the screen on there. Yeah. Then it was in there, and I went like this to like just kind of brush it down. I was like, huh. Why is there blood all over that? Oh, no. I looked at my thumb. There <laughs> <laughs> was just blood was just gushing down, and I had like punctured under the nail, like that bit of skin. I was like, oh. That really hurts now. <laughs> Man, when that happens, that is like your whole week. Like, I, I got one time, I did a weird thing where I bruised the bottom of my foot. Have you ever done that? No. One of my kids left out a, like a die-cast metal airplane, and I stepped on the back of it. Like, the tail fin went straight <laughs> up into the arch of my foot and bruised my foot. Bruising the bottom of your foot, A, is hard, and B, it's hard to get over. Because, like, for a week, if, like, I just stepped on it in a weird – any way at all was a weird way. And I was just, like, in total pain every time I stepped I th- on it. I stepped on a toothpick. My brother was eating uh, Pop-Tarts with toothpicks. I don't know why. <laughs> it happens. Uh, yeah. And he was uh, on the floor. And I ran in. I stepped in this toothpick, and it got wedged into my foot. And it was, like, Pop-Tart goo all over it. I was like <laughs> – did it jam in your foot? Like, like yeah, pierced stepped, your foot? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's and there was the like, worst. There was, uh, I think it was uh, apple cinnamon. What is wrong with your cinnamon pop tart? Like that, that story just kept getting weirder and weirder. <laughs> he was eating pop tarts with toothpicks on the floor. I don't, I don't know. Don't ask me. I just stepped on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I mentioned cons, uh, Gus, there are a lot of people on Twitter who are now saying, "Are you coming to this con? Are you coming to the, that con?" For instance, someone wants to know if we're coming to Vermont Comic Con October twenty fifth and twenty sixth. I no. would say, "No, we're not going no. to Vermont Comic Con." No. Where are we going? In the uh, near future. In October, we'll be at PAX Australia. Uh, I want to say that's like October 30th, 31st, I believe. 30, yeah, 31st to November 2nd. Uh, then we'll be at Supernova Adelaide and Supernova Brisbane. And we'll be at MCM London Comic Con in October. Yeah, that's like in two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where we'll be. Jack and Ray are going on Australia, right? Jack and Ray are going to Australia. Jordan and I are going... or. Jack and Ray are going to PAX Australia. Jordan and I are going to Supernova. And Miles and Carrie are going to London. I believe, that, cool. I believe that's the breakdown. And that's it for 2015. Very cool. And unless, of course, you I go to... I didn't know you were going back to Australia. I'm jealous. I love it. And unless, of course, you go to one of the uh, Ruby Volume 2 screenings, which are happening at, I believe, six Alamo Draft Houses around the U.S. All over the nation. I think the one in Austin sold out, but I don't know if the other ones uh, elsewhere sold out. You so should go to show- drafthouse.com. We're going to show... Uh, Volume 2 of Ruby and then do some Q&A 
And the Q&A will be live streamed to all the different theaters. So even if you're in another theater, you can still ask questions of the people here in Austin. Yeah, you can. Uh-huh. Okay, let me tell you the exact places where Ruby Volume 2 will be screened. The Alamo and Rooster Teeth present. Uh, it'll be Ashburn, Austin, Houston. Ashburn. Kansas City, Littleton, and Yonkers. Where's what Ashburn? About, what about Vermont? I think it's Ashburn, Virginia. Is there, a, is, yes. is there an Alamo in Vermont? Yonkers? There's no Vermont, sorry. And they, yeah, Yonkers, it's New York. Is, oh. Did you say Kansas City? It's in the NYC area. That is correct, sir. You are correct. Kansas or Missouri? Dude, it's the same thing, isn't no, it? No, hey, 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 it's a different state, man. Are they connected to each other, though? I'm I mean, is it the same city? Like, you get a passport. Across the little border? <laughs> Depending on which... Uh, you're which, going from one shitty state to another shitty state? Which side of the sheep that you're on. <laughs> That's a callback joke. All right, I, let me I see here. You. Kansas City is going slow. Slow. They have Google Fiber, don't they? They have no excuse. <laughs> that is true, they do. I got fiber in my house. I'm so happy. I, I get AT&T you. fiber. You, you understand house. why I bragged about it so long now. Yeah, no, it's good. It's really good. Yeah, I just got it this morning. I think everybody's just burnt out on waiting for Google. Yeah. Google, they, they released an update that wasn't telling them people where they are in the process, but showing like all the hard work that's going into building the new network. And bullshit. And it was showing, like, <laughs> it was showing these guys like you, lifting you can stuff. Just call it bullshit. And they were like, they were like digging a trench yeah. and putting shit in there. It's like, boy, building an all new fiber yeah. network sure is hard work. It looked like, like a, no information at all. It looked like all. a propaganda video from like World War II. It was ridiculous. There is speculation that Google is – it's just smoke and mirrors that they are announcing cities they're going into and just like waiting to see like how the carriers react to it. Yeah. You know. I mean I'm happy. Carriers are, have reacted very well in Austin. Mm-hmm. Everybody has upped their internet. Like for instance, I get – for $70 a month now, I get a gigabit service on fiber from AT&T, which is – I think my last speed test was like 780 megs down, I think, and then – 380 up. You, I uploaded you, a 4 gig uh, Let's Play for this in 10 minutes. If you are using the Austin Speed Test server, you should stop using it. I didn't. No, I, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm smart enough not to do that. Okay. I used a Grande in San Marcos. Okay, gotcha. That's what I always use. Yeah, if you use AT&T servers, it's like, wow, look at this. <laughs> you got 800 up. <laughs> Google did the same thing a few years ago when they discontinued the uh, old way that we transmitted television signals. They basically put that spectrum up for bid with all these different companies, and there was a reserve. And if you hit that mark, uh, then it would become like open source. I forget the exact lingo. And Google had no interest in owning any of that. But they bid that reserve because they knew that someone else actually wanted it and would pay more, and it would be like beneficial for them in the long run. I remember but, that. I vaguely remember the story yeah. you're talking about. It was, uh, yeah, it was the spectrum that got freed up, and the FCC was auctioning it off. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, well, well played, but... Asshole. <laughs> you only call him an asshole if you're the company that had yeah, to pay. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. And it's I think it was, like, a re- it was a lot of money, too. It was like it was it billions was of dollars. billion dollars. Yeah. yeah. You're like, fuck. It's like when you're watching that thing on eBay, you're like, I know that asshole's just bidding to put the price <laughs> yeah. up. It's like, that guy has no interest in buying it. Yeah. Uh, but I think AT&T's rolling it out across the country. I've heard rumors uh, Houston's oh. coming up. Yeah, I think uh, they've also talked about San Antonio as well. Yeah. And I think San Antonio's their headquarters. Yeah. So well, I think they it. moved it to Dallas oh, when they, they? they changed their name to AT&T. Because oh. it was SBC, and then they changed their name to AT&T. And it's moved a slow, it. steady process to it all becoming AT&T again. Yeah. It's done now, right? It's pretty much done. Yeah, there's no, yeah. Yeah. there's nothing else. It's just AT&T. SBC went and they bought the Pacific Bell, and then they came in and bought Mama Bell. Like, it's just all one thing again. Mm-hmm. And then Time Warner and Comcast. We're going to have one company for everything in the world. 
Not not just one company and for that cable. And that company will be Rooster Teeth. <laughs> <laughs> All your needs in one. Somebody wrote to me and said, in Australia, they pay $100, I'm assuming $100, $100 Australian, for 100 megabits down and 2 megabits up, and only a 200 gigabyte a month monthly quota. Wow. Um, you know, one thing I don't understand about quotas is I have no <clears throat> idea how much does gaming use? Uh, you know, I normally... I. I use Time Warner, and you can check how much you use in a month. In a typical month, I'll use about between two and three hundred gigs of data. Here, here's the thing. gaming, just like general every everything. Would you rather have more than a very okay? So say you only have a gig a or something a month, right? Would you rather have a really really fast speed? Yes. So it just goes through really fast, and you're like, God damn. Or would you rather have a slower speed so you naturally pace it out? No, a fast speed, because then you can meter it yourself instead of being metered by the other. So end. if you have a quota, you want to be slow as well. So just so that, <laughs> well, you have a quota, and then you're like, it's like if you have for dinner, if you have one fish stick, do you wolf it down or do you like? Yeah, do you have a yeah. Fish it's stick? like, do you want someone saying, "Well, here's your quarter of a fish stick." Yeah. Well, here's the next quarter. You would you you take forever to eat. Say all you have in the house is a pop tart and a box of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> if, if that's all that you have, how do you eat your pop tart? How the fuck do you eat a pop tart? I don't know. With a toothpick. That's what I said. I was really pissed. I was like, That's one. what you said? You stepped on the toothpick and you didn't say ow? No, I said <laughs> But afterwards I was like what oh I didn't say this because I was like seven, but I was like, Why the fuck are you eating a Pop Tart on the floor with toothpicks? At seven, I totally would have said fuck. No, I wouldn't. I grew up in New York. I couldn't say I, butt. You couldn't say you couldn't say butt? I couldn't say don't be a butthead. I got in trouble for that. Oh, man. Well, of course you get in trouble, trouble. but you could still say it. Well, yeah. It's not like... In my head, I was like, I can't say butt. <laughs> Chris really? is pro. Yeah, it was like, I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons when I was seven. And neither did I, but you still that find ways to do it. But yeah, I, I, oh, oh, you just said it. <laughs> I know. I could say that kind of butt, but it's like that's what that all, that's how I would get butt. that's how I would get around with it. I'd be like, oh, you're such a butt. I also like this, you know. <laughs> that's how I would get. Like, it made you the creative person you are today. Did you, you walk around and be like, oh, I'm so smart? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, so what was that? Were your parents? Where were you in the family? You strike I'm me. The, I'm the middle. You strike me as a middle kid. Yeah, I'm a middle kid. You strike me yeah. as a middle kid. Yeah, forgettable. Yeah, no, I, I was uh, bizarre. No, I, I, I was just uh, yeah, older sister and then younger brother. I was mean to my my older uh, younger brother. That's why he set up pop tart toothpick booby traps. <laughs> yeah. Like the pop tarts are just a ruse. <laughs> like what kind what kind of pop tart was it? Do you remember? Apple. Cinnamon, cinnamon, oh, cinnamon or oh, apple. Yeah, one of those. That's a good pop tart. I mean, not that particular. I didn't eat that one, but it was just in general, I like that. You need that one if you stepped on it or stepped on the raw toothpick. It's thing. like wine. You're like making wine out of it. Just stepping on Pop-Tarts <laughs> getting some juice out of it. You know, the people who survive Ebola have immunity to it. That's kind of interesting. Like, so is it like chicken pox in that you can never catch Ebola again? They they actually don't know a lot about it, right? So there, a lot of it is still conjecture. Um, but they think that there's several different strains of it. But essentially, it's like the flu where one strain is dominant whenever they have an outbreak. But yeah, these people that are have already been through it, have now an immunity to it, which makes you wonder, if there's a huge pandemic, the biggest problem that's going to take place is that there's going to be a huge strain on health resources. So is it, like, advantageous to get a really deadly disease first? Like, yeah, like, get it premeditated, you, like... But, uh, I know, but it's a 30% preemptive. survival rate. 30%. Is it that low? I thought it was, like, 50 no, it's like, I think in Africa, it's 70% uh, mortality rate. Well, I think. That's the I same thing. U.S., we're at 100 yeah, they're, they're testing a trial. No, drug. That's what I'm saying it's not fifty fifty; it's seventy oh, thirty. Okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. They're testing a trial drug up north, right? With in a Canada. couple of the people that were taken. So didn't Russia today claim that uh, they have a, a cure for Ebola? 
Russia Today claimed it? Today, oh. Russia. <laughs> I thought you were Sorry, news not the news agency. <laughs> Today, Russia claimed to have a cure for Ebola. Yeah, a chive. <laughs> if you had to go through that... You... <laughs> Theirs has a weird side effect. You grow a really huge boob. <laughs> you have to take a billion selfies and send them in. Do we have an Ebola snail? <laughs> oh, that's what somebody wrote me. That's the assassin snail from, uh, from Gavin's hypothetical scenario. He now figured out what the, the power of the snail is. If you became immune to Ebola, would you go to West Africa and strut? And just be like, you know, we did. What's that? No, you would strut. <laughs> but they should immediately put those people to work in healthcare. Like, if you recover from Ebola, you should immediately go to work as a healthcare person for Ebola. Uh, they should be. They should be Aid. taking your blood and making like serums out of it. And well, shit. Like, that's probably. I probably would imagine that's probably going on somewhere. Yeah, you know. But this is a t- it's a tough disease to work with. Should, people people get it. You work with it and you get it. I mean, that's the tough like, thing. Does anyone want to volunteer to work? No, oh, I'm actually working on this other. Yeah, I heard some that. guy came in with a pop tart injury. <laughs> I got. <laughs> I heard that uh, take care of it. Airline workers uh, somewhere in New York. It might have been at JFK. Were protesting. Uh, unsafe working conditions now because of Ebola. Yeah, because they, they, they clean out the latrines. Right, they have to clean the bathrooms on planes that come from there, and they're worried about. Well, getting... Someone's got to clean them. <laughs> You're right, Chris. Someone <laughs> does have to clean. Like they they can't institute a no bathroom policy. Yeah, from Africa to New York. Yeah, like who, who would they, what is the alternative? Like disposable bathrooms. <laughs> I guess maybe just more protection, like wearing like, okay. hazmat suits. Yeah, or yeah. Or I guess like, I could see that. Right. Something that they don't just get shit splattered on them and like, oops, you're dead. Yeah. There's a uh, th- there's a lot of weird things about this uh, the virus. That's really weird. Like one of the things, like it lives, it can live a decent amount of time on a surface, like a scary amount of time mm-hmm. on a surface. Um, and the other thing too is that it survives for the longest amount of time, like after you've been contagious and you've been sick and you recover, like it lives in your sperm for a much longer period of time. Really. So like then after an outbreak. Ebola could then become a sexually transmitted disease after that, <laughs> which is like crazy. It's that crazy. Could you have an Ebola baby? I don't think you could have. I don't know. I don't, like I, I, no, I really don't. Because the mother's half would be non Ebola. Literally, <laughs> I, I don't want to make. I really don't want to make light of this because I know some people are really concerned about us. I don't want to like stoke the the fires of panic or anything like that. You're but the guy who bought fucking rations. I listen. You bought I, rations. So don't say you don't want to incite a panic because you said you bought rations and you were so happy when this happened. No, I wasn't. I was never. You were happy. like, you see, I was right. I was right. No, I said we jinxed it. Listen, I would never. I listen. I don't ever want to live on those on those. I, I have rations. I have these. Like I should have brought some in because we could eat some today. I eat it. You eat one. Yeah. Do you have a bunker? Nope. I if wish. You did. Oh, that's you... the dream, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Get a good bunker. You did, how would you decide? I think a bunker would be fun. What? It's like sleepovers and stuff. Bunker would be horrible. Bunker would no, be awful. No, 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 no. Let's not. Let's... Oh, okay, what? Who, who exactly? How, what's your criterion? People criterion. Letting people my family. <laughs> well, the it's got to be a great DVD. My family. <laughs> if it's going to make my criteria. That's the criteria. My family. <laughs> Like somebody, somebody, I'm a court, of somebody course. asked me, somebody asked me if like, you know, the whole euthanizing the dog thing well, came we're up, friends. like if Ebola got close to my family or whatever, something like that. And they said, and someone told you it would be say, you know, it would be safer to euthanize Joe the cat. Would you? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's just like, I would euthanize Joe the cat. Now give me an excuse. To get rid of Joe. That guy's like, an it, asshole. There's a, there's a, a really bad cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's depressed. <laughs> but yeah, Joe the cat has turned into such a prick, man. He's unbelievable. That cat, you did the whole Archie life with him, Brandon. He was always, he always targeted me and everybody thought I was a jerk. Because he meowed at you. He, he would, did. He did all sorts of mean things. <laughs> when people were around, when it was just the two of us, he was cool. I'm going to have to record the way Joe the cat meows in the morning. And it's like, I get up at 630 every day. 
6 30 i'm up and ready to go man oh, you didn't call oh. <laughs> Ashley called me out 7 30 7 15 i get up 7 15 i get up and i'm ready to go at 7 15 but that cat doesn't matter if i got 6 30 anyway ashley the the cat half an hour before he knows i'm gonna get up just starts like this caterwaul just like window rattling meow yeah and it just doesn't stop joe the cat what a it's like a death say. rattle <laughs> yeah, he's on the alarm clock. Getting you warmed up to get out of bed. <laughs> I, I remember sleeping in the annex on the beanbag and then just hearing, <laughs> just like, it's all, it's really bad. Yeah. What, did he like come to the beanbag and do it next to yeah, you? Or, and just then, and then, or he'll do this thing where he just like licks me and rubs me until I get up. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm up. Then and then I'm like, now what? Now what? Yeah. He just wanted me up. Yeah. He's, he's bossing you around. He's showing yeah. his dominance. Dop, yeah. dop. So uh, here, I'm, I'm going to read something, but then I have a story to tell after that. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by NatureBox. Two words, people. Free snacks. Yes, I'm going to give you the chance to get free snacks. Drop the candy bar. Drop the potato chips. They're not good for you. Do what I do. Get delicious, wholesome snacks at NatureBox.com. NatureBox gives me hundreds of snacks. I mean, delicious snacks. You don't feel guilty about eating them because they're better for me. They've got art- zero artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners. Zero grams trans fats and no high fructose corn syrup. You'll even find snacks with no added sugar and without gluten ingredients. So in the afternoon slump, when I'm hungry and irritable, here's what I do. Grab peanut butter nom noms from Nature Box or baked sweet potato fries or dark cocoa almonds. Uh, so much better for you than other snack options out there. Now I'm going to give you the chance to try Nature Box for free with a trial box featuring five of their most popular snacks. Free snacks. To start your free trial, go to naturebox.com slash roosterteeth. Stay full, stay strong, do what I do, start snacking smarter, go to naturebox.com slash roosterteeth, get a free trial box of delicious snacks. Thank you, Naturebox, for your delicious snacks and your free trial offer nom, 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 of nom, delicious nom. snacks. So I did, I fulfilled my greatest nightmare possible this weekend. Well, wait, let me think about this. What is Gus's... Greatest nightmare. It has to be in a social situation. Yeah. It has to <laughs> involve other people. Correct. <sighs> Did you sing in public? No. Uh, that is bad, but no. Karaoke would be – getting you to go to a karaoke night would be unfucking. – I'd be like Joe the Cat. I'd be like clawing at you. <laughs> like, you, you, you get fucked up. Were you in a public pool? No. <laughs> That's a weird thing to ask. But it no. seems like you'd be uncomfortable so in a public, public pool. Uh, outside. Okay. Oh. Heat. Music. You oh. went to ACL? I went to ACL. You did? Who are you? I know. What'd you go see? Nothing. Because it was fucking miserable. Oh. I got there and realized how terrible it was. You I can hear it from my house. I went on Friday. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was hot as hell. Yeah. And dusty. I was on Sunday. It was nice. Everything was cool. It was muddy, though. Not that bad. Dude, the weather today in Austin was perfect, except for mm-hmm. the insane wind. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they uh, at at ACL they have um, like they have cans of water. It looks like beer cans, but they're blue cans. Yeah, it says Austin City Limits and w- bottle or canned water. And at one point, I was I was sitting next to these uh, group of like frat looking dudes, and they were all fucked up. They were all so drunk. And uh, one of them comes back with like waters for all of them because I guess he real he's like the less drunk one. And he's getting like water for all of his friends, being responsible. And he hands it to this one guy who's sitting next to me, and uh, the guy goes, "What's this?" The guy goes, it's, it's water. Just drink it. He goes, you fucked up, dude. This isn't water. And he, like, cracks it open <laughs> and starts chugging it. He goes, whoa, wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it looks so much like a beer can. He was convinced <laughs> that his friend was giving him another beer. 
Um, I went I, to and uh, last night there was this girl who I'm sure was on some kind of drug. A lot of that going around. She climbed up on the top of this tower that they had made. It's a bad idea. I think it's um, uh, it, it's some kind of like figure. It's probably like 20 feet in the air, and everybody was crowded around, and there was no way to get her down. And she was just kind of like milking it. She would like point down like she was going to jump or she'd point up like she was going to keep climbing and trying to get people to cheer one way or another. (laughs) And I stayed for like a half hour because it was pretty good entertaining, but they eventually did get her down. I'm going to see if I can send it to Patrick. I took a photo at ACL because it's right by my house. And we walked, I would just walk down there with the kids and held them over the uh, fence. You could probably hear it just as well. You could. Ashley was in the house. And she was like humming along or something, <laughs> and then she realized she could hear her one of a band she that she loves. She didn't even know was at ACL. She could hear them from the house, and she was she didn't even realize it was picking up on it. But uh, I took a picture. I'll send this to Patrick real quick. Uh, I took a picture of all the fucking bikes. Oh, that was crazy. That is crazy. How many bikes there were? Crazy. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's just like a sea of bikes. Like you go down Barney Springs Road, and then on one side is ACL, then on the other side is just bike parking. Like as far as you can see, just bikes stacked up. It looks like it looks like a transformer because it's just like a pile of metal. Don't just like put them on top of each other. <laughs> yeah. It's like where's your bike? Uh, somewhere in the pile. <laughs> there it is. I'm gonna see if I, I can even, even express this. And it was like funny because there was a, there was like a like a, a mall of bikes basically, and then there was fences all around the place just to keep people out of the park because they had to erect all these fences just to you know make it a a ticketed event. And uh, hey, Patrick, I'm sending this to you over the uh, over the internet. <laughs> it's magical. I, 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 as a subject line, I put cars. I have no idea why. <laughs> they're bikes, but I put cars. Um, but uh, the fences everywhere. The bikes were on the fences. Like these are like seven, eight foot fences, and people had hooked the front tires over the, all the fences. But then there was like every. Like twenty feet, there was a sign that said no bike parking, and there was like a little gap right around that one sign. Like, yeah. It was like that, but then everywhere else it's, was just it's like with bikes. Those, I know what you're about. It's like those signs had repellent. Yeah, it's like yeah. oh, I can't get too close to that sign, but right here between the two no bikes, <laughs> I can do it there. They, the signs aren't close enough. Everyone else has, and then there's a little bridge on Barton Springs Road, which is where Zilker is. It's over a little like creek that runs from Barton Springs the, down to the river. Wow. Yeah, the that's bikes. all the bikes. I tried to capture it. That's at night. And we'll put a, uh, this in the link dump if you're listening to the audio podcast. But it's uh, how many bikes is that, Chris? Oh, I don't Go. know. Eight. See, <laughs> hundred. It is a ton of bikes. Yeah. But uh, um, there's a bridge that goes over the creek, mm-hmm. and you know people are walking back over that from ACL drunk. And there's just at the midpoint of the bridge, there's a sign as you're like walking along the sidewalk, looking over the railing. There's a big sign that just says. Don't. <laughs> that was it. It just said don't. And I laughed so hard at that when I saw it. I think I have a picture of that too. So that's Patrick. This yep. one's going to be called but Do It. It was such a mass of people. It was yeah. unbelievable. I, I don't know how many. I've never been like before. 60 or 70,000 people. I've never been there. And the crazy thing is this. Because it's a nightmare for me. No, well, what brought you out? I had into a the meeting sun. there. What? Get a meeting? Yeah. What does that mean? I can tell you more about it off the, off yeah, the yeah. podcast. Why? Uh, yeah, I had to go Let there. Let me guess you set up this meeting. For this meeting. <laughs> and then it was like... Who set up the meeting? Um, was it you? They did. They did? Yeah. They wanted you to come to ACL. Yeah. They had their own private area, right, yes. that you went oh, to. Oh, so you got to a private area where there yeah. was no people. Yes, that's how they drew me in. Or less people. <laughs> yeah. And you didn't see anything. No. I yeah, don't. I walked down there with the kids and it was at night, so I held them over the fence to see, like, you know, 
people on drugs. Yeah, well, yeah. To see Eminem, <laughs> there was like four F bombs. To see Eminem, <laughs> four F bombs in twelve seconds. I was like, all right, we're done with it. <laughs> Let's go. Well, we'll go. go back to the house where we can hear it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> don't. Really. Here's a sign. That's the don't <laughs> sign on the bridge. It just says don't. <laughs> don't uh, do it. But yeah, it was a. Uh, it was. It was an experience. But I, if I can finally say I went there, that's it. Done. I don't understand how it's that crowded, and now it's two weekends. It's the second year that they have two weekends, yeah. and presumably. It's supposed to be half the crowd, but it's like no, no, no. Just let them sell more tickets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make it rain. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Good for them. I can't imagine like the problems planning that event. Like the cell phones don't work at all. Like you start getting no. close there, and it's like you don't realize. Well, maybe I, uh, you do, but it's like how worthless your cell phone is without an internet connection. Yeah, or without even being able to make a phone call. It's like this device serves no purpose. It plays games, but only games that don't have to connect to the internet. Right. Yeah. Um, I, uh, Paul was going to the bathroom and I was just waiting there and my phone didn't work. Uh, so I just put it in my pocket and I didn't know what to do. And she said, like, I looked like the most awkward guy in the world. Cause you just, like, I don't know what am I supposed to look at other things or like, it's just like, I don't know what to, to put in my hands. Be, like pretend to do stuff. You know, I, I, I should have thought about this at the time, but I know that the, the protesters in Hong Kong, they have like a similar problem where they can't use their phones. So there are text messaging apps or like instant messaging apps that communicate via bluetooth oh so that's you don't, cool so you know the bluetooth on your phone device still to device. Work, right so it's just device to device communication peer-to-peer like, style that's really clever yeah so yeah you could uh communicate that way i was like oh i should have should have used that that way i could communicate with other people that i knew but there. what's the range I, I i don't know how it works if, if okay. everyone has to be using it, it like or, it, it like jumps from right. device to device so I don't it's know called it's called a mesh network that's really cool. It's the way that works. So it's like you have nodes along the way, and just like and it's called a mesh because everyone has it, and everyone's a point, and everyone is both a receiver and a broadcaster. Oh. And it's like you just build a mesh that way. So you're going through like a web of people that are just mm-hmm. in the physical pathway of who you're it's trying like an to reach. ad hoc network that's being built on the fly. That's pretty we cool. We used to – there was um, – when Gus and I were working in internet technologies in, in the late 90s in the dot-com era – that, that was a big thing that people were pushing for for rural areas was if yeah. they give everyone these big wireless connections like on poles and then they would just like they would build a network that way because as we learned from the Google press kit, it's very hard to build a fiber network, you know, and put <laughs> cables in the ground. It's really it's really expensive. And if it, even in a place that's as dense as Austin, where there's households like every 40 feet, uh, it's even harder when there's houses every five acres or right. something like that. You know, it's just not worth it. It's not a yeah. cost effective. In fact, for the telephony network, they have a bunch of stuff that's, uh, that, that bridges that gap. I went, to a, uh, I went on a hunting trip one time. I don't hunt, but I was like on a, like a company trip where we took the customers out, and I just went along to drink. Like, to I don't drink. listen to music, but I had to go to a meeting. There you go. Exactly, 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 exactly thing. right. But I had to go to fucking <laughs> Loving County, Texas. Loving County, Texas is like right in the part of Texas you never go to, which is like the border between New Mexico and Texas, like that, that like hard corner that's yeah, there. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, – the population density of where I was was 0.1. That means it was one person every 10 square miles out there. It's just nothing but like land and land and land. Like it was the first time I'd ever heard someone talk about land in terms of sections and not in terms of acreage. And I was like, why do you, what's a section? And they said, oh, a section is 640 acres. And it's like, I, why would you get a term for that? You know what I mean? And, uh, and so, anyway, this guy and this guy was really interesting out there. But he had a phone line in his house. I was like, "How long, how much did it cost to get your phone line out here?" And he said, "Cost thirty bucks installation. That was it." But he asked the guy who installed it, and it cost the phone company about twelve grand to install it to get it out there. <laughs> yeah, they're like but, legally required. Yeah, to yeah, run it yeah. It's called the Universal Service Fund. Every there was a there was a law that was passed that everybody on their phone yeah. bill every month pays three bucks a month, so that everybody can get 
phone service, regardless of where they are. And they've been talking about doing the same thing with broadband for a long time, yeah. where broadband access is like a fundamental right uh, in the U.S. and everyone should have access to it. And But that's just going to mean there'll be some kind of federal fee that's applied to all of our bills monthly. There was, so can there, I, there was a... Um there was a, a proposal. I'm looking up the, the, the specifics on it right now, but I want to say it was Verizon had approached the FCC about changing the definition of what broadband is. Oh, great. Oh, they tried um, to change it to like Verizon four. talks to the government, I get nervous. Right. So I believe they wanted to change it. Uh, I can't find a specific story, but I believe they want to say four megabits yeah. of data qualified as broadband. That and way they could claim they were offering broadband oh, to the wire. But they turned it down. They yeah, were like, the FCC no. overturned it yeah. saying that that was... Ridiculous. That's There's no bullshit. way to claim that. But I forget what the number they settled on. I think the, I, I think the number they settled on was 10. 10. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so it was an right. issue if they wanted to change it so they can advertise? Like, yeah. Broadband. Well, yeah. So they, can, they, can, they can call their services broadband. Did you hear was the same thing's happening with uh, Tito's? I guess. Like, uh, they, Tito's Vodka. Tito's Vodka. Vodka, vodka, vodka company, yeah. Tito's Vodka. It started in Austin, but it's spread across the country. I think there are vendors in California that are competing with Tito's now. Yeah. That's trying to sue them because they say they're handmade. It's hand, and, handmade vodka, yeah. Yeah, handmade vodka, but obviously with that kind of distribution, it's all made with a machine. So I think Tito's came out and said, but yeah, we use our hands to connect the hoses like, to the machines. <laughs> like, they're trying to find any legal way they can get out you know, around that. Well, how do you, how do you make vodka anyway? Like with your... I, I like but, I, how do you potatoes. make vodka? potatoes? Yeah. yeah, what are they doing? Just squeezing potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually make vodka out of other things as well. Uh, it's great vodka. Ciroc is yeah. great, but there's specific vodka that's called potato vodka. I believe the so main I, normal vodka. I, I think the main one's potato, isn't it? I believe. Is it? So. I believe it is. Yeah. What yeah. is vodka made? What is anything though? People, this comes up a lot. Like, what is vodka? But what is anything? Most like, vodka is, is made from fermented grains such as sorghum, corn, rice, rye, or wheat. Though you can also use potatoes, fruits, and even just sugar. Sorghum. There you go. Are you asking like a breakup of the, you know, well, like, elements? Like, no, like the whiskey. Periodic it's like, table? It's like, I understand that whiskey's like, I don't know what it is, like barley and other shit. And it's like, or grain. But then, how do you make it? Like, how, what do you do? It's like, I deal with corn all the time. How the hell do I make corn whiskey? <laughs> how do I go from like, I got a corn, corn on the cob, I want to make a fermented drink. Mash. Over the, is that what you do? You just mash it and sure, that, that's the thing, right? Sour mash. mash. And then you, you squish it. it up, and then you put it in a pot or something. Right, and you boil it, it for a while. What are you squishing it before you put it in the pot? You squish it and then put it in the pot. I thought so. Yeah, let's figure this out. Let's figure this out. Okay, so I think you squish it, then you get that stuff, and you boil it, and then you take the condensation, like the still, and then you take that and the drippings, and then you ferment that. I am, I am absolutely. If I have time, which I won't, I'm going to try to make whiskey based on what you just said. <laughs> I'm going to go out. I don't even know the still part of it, but I'm going to like get a, like I'm going to get corn, mash it up, pull it verbatim. I'll probably drink it and immediately go blind whatever I drink out of that fucking thing. How do you make whiskey? Uh, let's see. I don't want to know. I really don't want to know. I want to like try to, to be like fair, the, the first one on WikiHow is 20 steps. I think I may have been missing something. <laughs> you might have been missing something. <laughs> to be fair, whenever we, we tried to make Step beer. Buy whiskey. With the, that, that, that did not go well. Yeah, that didn't go. <laughs> didn't it grow fur? Yeah. I was afraid it would grow we legs missed, and walk away. We missed away. the important bottle it and drink it steps. Oh, God. Very At key. some point, we were like, what the fuck is that smell? <laughs> you guys were, uh, that was the worst idea ever. You guys were so happy about it. And then it turned it. out to be dead rats. Oh, yeah. So I guess you won. <laughs> I, d- I do not miss the old studio. I mean, because of all the, the fermented beer and dead rats. <laughs> I remember our last times that we recorded in that studio, it was that wind and rainstorm that sounded like it was going to take down the whole building. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. You did like, the whole podcast like this. Right. Yeah. That was amazing. It was, it was, it was scary. It was One of my scary. favorite things about that studio is uh, when we, we interviewed Patrick, 
we didn't have a chance to show him our studio. Like, it's not like we intentionally didn't show it. And then uh, we hired him, and then we bought him there for the first time. <laughs> I just imagine in his head, he was like, whoa. <laughs> I know we had the discussion. We're like, if he asks to see it, we'll show it to yeah, him. Yeah, but yeah, if, that's he what it yeah is. if he doesn't ask, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll keep it hidden. Sucker. Well, you got, you got called the fuck out on Twitter for not knowing how to make whiskey. Oh, what? sorry. So guy, so guy literally, this is Jay. I don't know how to make a car either. I mean, someone, <laughs> someone call Henry Ford. Fucking wake him up. This is Jay Bucky 1092 He said, Gus, wow, you do not know how to make whiskey. Too long, didn't read. Make slurry, ferment it, distill it, and age it. That's exactly so just, what I said. So just make slurry. That's what I said. <laughs> well, you know what? I know the important part. Fuck it, I, I know you fucking open it, pour it in a glass, and drink it. I just don't. I'm a busy modern man. I don't have time to make my own slurry. I buy my slurry. <laughs> can you? Can you? <laughs> I got a slurry guy. <laughs> can you? Oh make, my god. Can you make wine from any grape? Can I just go buy some grapes? And I don't, all? Yeah. I don't know. It's probably not good. You probably need to. Uh, oh man, speaking of which, I don't know why they're thinking about this. Uh, I read this other article a couple of months ago talking about why Costco wine is bad. And I don't know this for a fact. It's just basically the article I read. Well, I'll find it and I'll put it in the link dump. I got, no, I should, I got but apparently, there's a, when it comes to like grape harvesting in order to make wine, uh, if you, you, know, you pay for a decent bottle of wine, they harvest the grapes by hand. Yeah. If you buy a cheap bottle of wine, instead of harvesting the grapes by hand, they just have this machine that goes through and basically rips everything out. So you end up with uh, grapes as well as like the sticks and the stems and everything getting mashed in. But Tarantulas. The machine also gets like rats and animals oh, uh, and mashes them up as well. So when you buy a cheap bottle of wine, it's because there's a machine doing it. And there's not an actual person <laughs> clearing that shit out. Sounds like protein to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get some mad gains with this wine. <laughs> yeah. And I think the article was like, you don't have to spend a lot of money on wine. Just try to spend like $12 a bottle or more. <laughs> you probably you probably have a person picking picking it. Oh, no, sorry. It wasn't Costco. It was Trader Joe's wine they were talking about. Be very uh, careful. Trader Joe's wine. Uh, yes, yeah, it was not Costco. Costco's a wonderful company. Love them. They don't I'm need- sure Costco's got somebody out there, a vinter out there, picking every grape for you and not using the machine. But it, was, it was Trader Joe's. They and- probably just run the machine straight into the vat and turn that into wine, too. <laughs> and-, <laughs> you know and then they sell it to you in a fucking six-pack. <laughs> in college, uh, there was a thing where you bought Franzia wine, box wine. You take it out of the bag and pass the bag around, and you slap they- it first. And then we had like a friend. Why he's you slap a, the bag? No, you just gotta game. slap the bag. It's a, no, no, it's a game. You you drink it and then you slap it. And if people aren't satisfied with your slap, you have to keep drinking. <laughs> so it's like, no, oh, that's a bullshit slap. Slap it again. And so you have to keep slapping it until people are satisfied. Well, the guy who was hosting <laughs> the party, the guy who was hosting the party, that's... it was his birthday, and he was this big dude. And I was standing next to him, and he was like, yeah. And he slaps it, and he slapped it so hard, the bag burst, <laughs> and it's just like wine got like, oh, oh my god. He was like, the... and I'm like standing there, and I'm like, I can't get pissed because it's his party. But I don't know what to do. It's just an awkward situation. I'm like, I don't know how to react. You should have slapped him. Were you slapped part- him. It's like you were partying with a god of wine and food. It's like this big guy. Yeah. <laughs> what does the god of wine do to you? Does he like attack Tokyo? I, I don't know. I thought it was a big guy who just like drinks wine and gets drunk and does stuff. Friend just made this like motion of like knocking down a mountain or something like that. He's a big dude. Like Dionysus. Like big bag. <laughs> do that. It's like I saw it in slow motion. I'd be more upset about spilling that amount of wine in a closed apartment. I mean, it's just oh like, no, it was outside. Oh, okay. Oh. That's probably a bit let better. you back inside after that. <laughs> That's a little bit better. I'm fuck is going to drip all over the carpet. I, I slowly made my way out. Yeah, you so, can't do it all at once. You don't have to, <laughs> to notice. 
Man, I ran into something. This is a really specific homeowner, homeowner issue, and you, you'll be happy because you're now in a condo, and you can like just call somebody and they <laughs> do this for you. But I, I had to, um, I had to replace a toilet seat in my house because it cracked. Like it was like a seven year old toilet seat. So the toilet seat cracked somehow. I don't know how. Ashley, I got in a big debate over who cracked the toilet seat. <laughs> Joe the cat. It was Ashley, but uh, it was just and so it was just like get rid of this thing and replace it because it's just weird to have a toilet seat with like a crack in it. And so I went to go replace it one day. Went to Home Depot, got a toilet seat, brought it home, and I have a, I have a, I'm gonna bring it the the brand it up because I'm so fucking pissed. Up. I have a Kohler toilet. K o h l e r. K o h l e r, which is like they're really fancy like one piece toilets, which I guess is a thing. Like people are like, I can't believe my toilet has two, <laughs> two pieces. It's like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? So this has a, the, the people at the house before me renovated, I guess, and put in this one piece toilet seat. I go under the toilet to unscrew the plastic nut. That holds on the $25 toilet seat to just unscrew it and just replace it, right? Not there. There's no nut underneath. So every I, toilet I've ever sat on has that. Every toilet in the world. It's, you don't need to mess with the design of a toilet. They right. work perfectly. They're fine. Don't fuck with it. So they have these things. They're metal anchors that go into the toilet and then like there's those like wall anchors so they go out when oh, you're screwing them. Oh, shit. And that's, that's what they put in a toilet. And to replace that is a $65 anchor kit, which is just two more anchors and a, like a bolt, and that's it. That's it. And I had – with this thing, I had to like get a crowbar and pry the bolts out. It's actually that part of – That didn't break your toilet? No, because I had to like protect the toilet. Seriously, replacing a toilet seat on this motherfucking toilet cost me $120, and it took me four calendar days, but it took me about six hours of work straight what was to wrong replace with- a fucking toilet seat. Well, now you got the crowbar, with- so next time you do it, it'll cost less. Oh, I'm so mad. I used that crowbar from here, that metal crowbar. Oh. Yeah. oh. That, what's, it's a bolt coming out of the thing. You're fine. What's the, what was wrong with the seat? Like, was it going to break, or it was, was it broken off? Yeah, no, it's just a, like, you have toilet seats to ring, right? Right. It had a crack, like, right here, like, at 2, at two o'clock. Seat? It sounds like character. It give you a little pinch. Give you a little, like, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> give you a little, mm, It's a like, game you play every time you sit yeah. on the toilet. Like, like, don't shift too much weight on that <laughs> and side. it's just like, it's just like, it's not, people come over, and it's like, that's a toilet. You don't have a broken toilet seat. You got to explain it, listen. <laughs> yeah. You use it, put a little more weight on the right side. Something <laughs> happened. I'm not sure the toilet seat broke. No, it'll keep people off your toilet. It's a good thing. What's that? Why? Why wouldn't you want? I just don't like it when people come in and I'm use my toilet like that. I'm never going to party your house. I'm no, no, totally no, going to come over and just no, do all everybody. sorts of weird I things in your I house. Have, like the most intense antibacterial, and I like scrub that thing down. Yeah, people, you're you're like everybody else around here. He's got that. He's freaked out about that stew too. I it mean, me out. people people get freaked out about bathroom stuff. And Gus is like a huge. Every time I'm in the bathroom it, here, I, I wish I didn't think like this. I think about you when I'm in the bathroom, like not when I'm up. like in the stall or anything, but when I go to the sink. I, I wash my hands and I think about you because I think how paranoid you are about people. Man, I got you know, I got right. so okay. I have a bathroom story. I've got one too, today. I walked into our fucking brand new bathrooms. Uh, I walk in, one of the stalls has a paper sign that says out of order. Right, that's weird. It's like, I don't need a stall anymore. I walk up to the urinal, and I look at it, and I could see that water has overflowed from the out of order Uh-oh. toilet, and it's just all over the floor into the urinal. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do this. I just like turned around and walked out to the other bathroom. It's like, I'm not going to deal with this. It's the- a brand new bathroom. How is it already broken? Because uh, we have animals that work here. The bathroom's broken, by the way, Chelsea. Is she still here? <laughs> She's gone. I don't know why it is. I, I go with you with I go to you with my toilet stories as well. Like, what is it about yeah, like special Gus's relationship? Guy. Today, uh, I went to uh, we we have like another toilet we have access to another bathroom, and in the stall there was a chair, 
And I wouldn't have been as weird out if it was just a normal chair, <laughs> like, you know, one that you can't move. But this was a fold-up chair, and it was specifically folded down and just sitting there facing the toilet. And it was the weirdest thing. And, like, I couldn't get out of the image of, like, the lights going out and then, like, this ghost just, like, appearing. Your ghost watching you poop? Yeah. Yeah, watching you poop. There, yeah, you know, it, it, okay, it was like a, <laughs> like a president or in, something. In the, the new bathrooms, you know how there's, like, an automatic light? Yeah. Light doesn't stay on for very long. Like if you're if you're sitting on the toilet and then like yeah, Gavin ran into this. No, yeah, it was Brandon. Everyone. Okay, well, it's apparently it's a universal problem. But it's like you'll sit all you'll be sitting there on the toilet. All of a sudden, it goes pitch black. Yeah, this, and you're like, and and it's like you open the door and you're like, I turn away. <laughs> oh my god! And I'm like trying to get the sensor to read that there's someone. This, and then I'm like, all right, well, I'll just wait for someone to come in. The scariest thing is there's an exit sign, and when the lights go off, everything looks black. But then your eyes start to adjust, and they get more sensitive to light. So there's this slow red light that gets brighter and brighter and brighter below the stall. It looks like you're in PT. It's the portal of hell slowly <laughs> yeah. opening to consume so your feces. <laughs> uh, would that be terrifying if there was like a portal? Of, like that's that was your solution to the bathroom? Was that just yeah? Flush cool. all the hell. Yeah, flush all the hell. What are you guys? You saying PG reminds me because Alien Isolation is out. Have any of you guys played that yet? I've been playing Alien Isolation. I've seen you, yeah, on achievements getting it. it it's so. uh, it's good. It's uh, it's it's scary. You know, I think I've, we, you and I have talked about this before. Like from my childhood, I think Alien was like the only movie, the only thing that really scared me. Pretty fucking scary. Uh, Somebody posted the original trailer to Alien. Uh, on Reddit. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a very 70s trailer, but it's still very fucking scary. Yeah, that, that game really nails the atmosphere well. Yeah. And uh, it's, you play for a long time before you see the alien, you know? It's like, you're, you're creeping around. Like, at first, for the first hour, so I was creeping around really nervous. I thought, wait a minute. I haven't seen the alien kill anyone yet, so I can't be killed yet. So then I was a lot more confident. But then as soon as I saw the alien kill someone, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, now I know. <laughs> the game knows that I know the alien's there, so now I'm, it's open season on me, too. Have you seen the outtake from Alien where the guy in the alien suit kind of, like, crabs walks? We talked about that uh, on last week's screenplay. I don't know if I want to oh, see that. Oh, that was it. I don't want to see anything that ruins movies from my childhood It's, it's worse than the Darth Vader, like, what is it, Humph? What do you call the, it? The Frumpf. Frump. Frump. Yeah. <laughs> Darth Vader Frumps. It's awful. Yeah, this is the alien doing the crab walk. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's really, really bizarre. Yeah. You don't, don't, don't watch it. Okay, I would definitely won't because I, I don't want to ruin for me. But I, I, I'm really happy with where um, this generation of consoles is finally. Like, I feel like the, the the next generation of consoles has finally begun. And I think I think the game that did it for me was uh, Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, because it's like a game that came out. And it's like it's it's an original game. It's original IP. Uh, did you play it? Yes, finished it. And did you? I mean, are you a big Tolkien fan? I don't even know if you yeah, are. Or not. I've read the books. I, I like. I, I've read the main trilogy. I'm not a big Hobbit fan. Uh, I've, I've read that too. People complain about the story. I love the story. It, yeah, it. it just takes some liberties with with some of the lore. But I, thought I it was, didn't. Is it the one character? Is that a big liberty? The, that one character? Uh, I think it's also the way that he dies and comes back, and like the symbiotic relationship between the wraith and the human. Okay. Uh, like that. It just kind you of you play with a that. ranger, a ranger of Gondor, who is basically possessed by an elven spirit correct uh but a very old elven spirit and uh from I, the second age from the second age which is very important to the story yes um but it's, i thought it was very good have you you're a huge Tolkien fan yeah but i haven't had a chance to play so, it yet so as long as stuff is handled well i like when people add to stuff like yeah that. so the, the interesting thing to me is you talk about shadow of mordor being like the beginning of like the current generation i feel like alien isolation also does some things that make me really excited about the current generation of games yeah and both games are based on movies or 
based on stories that have been adapted to movies. Like, obviously, yeah. Middle Earth existed as a book first, but most people know it as uh, the Lord of the Rings movies. But um, Alien Isolation has a couple of features that actually make me glad to have a connect finally. I, I, I said I said Shadow Mortal, but it was Destiny that did it for me. I don't know why I said yeah. Destiny was the first big release. Oh right, right. And yeah. I just I guess I, I, it's now such a staple. I guess that I hadn't thought about. Anyway, go ahead. Um, in Alien Isolation, um, it turns the camera and the microphone on your connector, and you can turn them off if you want. What? But if um, if you're hiding in the, they call it peak mode. If you're like sneaking or like hidden in a locker, uh, if you want to look around, you can just move your head. Get out of here. Yeah, and it'll like look around crates or look through grates. And also, if you make a loud noise and the Kinect hears it, it could attract the alien your your position. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like it's a great game if you like turn off all the lights, play by <laughs> yourself, turn the volume up, and then you know see uh, if you freak yourself out. But the interesting thing when the I never really use the Kinect the Kinect camera for something like this. When the Kinect camera's on, there's a little white light that illuminates next to it. I've never seen before. The little white light that illuminates to like see you in the room. It, 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 it lets you know the connect is on, the camera is on, and watching you actively. I guess. Oh, I creepier? never noticed that. I like that. Yeah. Did it make it creepier? Uh, it's it's kind. Of, I know it kind of gets lost in the overall light of yeah. the the display since the connect is right next to the display. But I'd never, but I'd never seen the light on, letting me know the camera was doing something. Do you intentionally try to play at night? Like, is uh, it more of like I don't? It's not adrenaline, but it's more stimulating to be scared. It's hard to be scared during the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, and, and <laughs> I'm still such a wuss. I can only play it in short bursts. <laughs> it's like I'll play it for like 30, 45 minutes. Like, okay, that's enough. That's enough. I'm going to be like, what? Are you tired of it? Like, no, no, no. I need to relax a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, I get so wound up and tense. Like, no, I got to <sighs> unwind. All right. When I was replaying PT at home because I, I really wanted to beat it, there are certain parts where I know something scary was going to happen. So I went uh, to the side and behind the TV and just kind of like move the stick until I knew like it was over. But really? like, I couldn't, I knew it was going to come, but I couldn't stand there and watch it happen. It is, it is a very strange thing to me about those, those horror games. Like PT was a unique horror experience because it's like, I have to do something in order to scare myself. Like in a movie, you're sitting there waiting for it to happen yeah. and you can tense and there's nothing you can do about it. Here it comes or you can leave. But it's like a like, roller coaster. You have to make it happen in PT. And it's yeah. just like, I just, I don't want to look there. I don't want, I know there's something horrible right there and yeah. I don't want to look but, Yeah, at in it. order to advance, this is it. Yeah. yeah. I got to do it's this. Like, it's like, yeah, having the trigger on the guy who's like pushes you over the edge on the roller coaster. You know? Yeah. It's like, well, let's we'll just wait. We'll, what? I don't There's know. no such guy, but yeah, <laughs> I, totally, I totally get what you're saying. Well, if there was such a guy, that would be like, yeah. You say like if you stop <laughs> at the, the top of the guy, yeah, yeah, it would be like just got guy. like a sniper rifle, like going to set that card off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's some like, guy pushing some buttons that started a roller coaster. Uh, here, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this other thing. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, or online store. Squarespace has been around for nine years, and they're constantly improving their platform with new features, new designs, and even better support. They have beautiful designs for you to start with, and they have a ton of style options so you can create a unique website for you or your business. They recently released 20 new customizable templates, and every design automatically includes a mobile experience that matches the overall style of your website, so your content looks great on every device, every time. Squarespace has won several design awards, including the Favorite Website Awards, the Webbies, Forbes, and the Awards for Best Website Design. Customer Support Team has also won awards, most recently a Gold Stevie Award for Outstanding Customer Service. Squarespace is commerce-ready to provide a powerful and flexible e-commerce solution, so you can set up shop and sell things quickly. Squarespace is good for everyone, whether you need a simple website solution or your developer want to get into the code, there's so much you can customize with Squarespace. 
It's also cool. You can easily embed a Twitch TV player into any page on your Squarespace website so you can share your favorite gaming moment. Squarespace starts at just 8 bucks a month includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year. If you haven't already, give Squarespace a try. You don't need a credit card. Just start building your website. When you decide to sign up, use offer code ROOSTERTEETH to get 10% off and show your support for Rooster Teeth. That's squarespace.com, offer code ROOSTERTEETH. Thank you, Squarespace, for helping people make beautiful-looking websites. Yay. Um, so I feel like we've been, we've been talking. We've been here for about an hour now, and there's something in particular that we wanted to bring up uh, yeah. here tonight. And I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm just kind of baiting you guys if you want to yeah. go with it. So I think people are familiar that there's been a, a Smite tournament going on, right? And, Gus, uh, you're you're playing in it. Yes. So this all was introduced by Jack, and what he was suggesting is, you know, the departments have their own teams. So one of the things is like a live action team. So we're like, oh, that sounds cool. So we got back to our office, and Chris and I were just seeing who was here to be on the team with, and then like Blaine comes up to us, and he's just basically like, well, no, we were like, hey, Brandon, do you want to? We should do a live action team. Like, uh, it was like me and you. It's like, oh, well, we should do it. And it's like, hey, Blaine, do you want to be on our Smite team? And he's just like, ha ha, no, I'm going to go be with Chris Martin because he's excellent at Smite. I'm going to beat you guys like as obnoxious as Blaine could possibly be. So you guys are going down. Yeah. Chris Martin's awesome at it. Oh. And so he comes back about 15 minutes later and he was like, uh, guys, Chris Martin's with the team with the Adams. No, it was, no he was like, hey, so I'm actually freed up now if you guys, <laughs> <laughs> if you guys, uh, if you're still, you know, looking for a third member. Yeah, so uh, we did the bigger thing and told him no, and took Jordan in instead. Jordan from who does you know RTAA? Uh, because you know Chris Chris ended up being with the two Adams in the tech office, and they basically formed the unbeatable team. Like they're, they're well, the, that's that's the who knows you know there could be there's some good smite players. So we've been practicing, but. and we're pretty excited about the tournament, and then. It's me, we, me, you, and Jordan. Me and Jordan. And we've been practicing, and then we find out that we're going against the Adams in the first round. And I thought we held our own, but, you know, in the end, we still lost. And then we come to find out that we were originally supposed to be against somebody else, and Blaine's team was supposed to be against the Adams. Mm-hmm. But when he found that out, he went and, like, complained and cried about it and eventually got the bracket changed. So we all of a sudden now went against the Adams, and then he got another another seed and won his first match. He played against people who didn't play the game. He didn't play the game, and then he went up to Jordan afterwards. Are you guys giving spoilers? No, this this video's already been. It's already happened. Okay, and then he came up to Jordan afterward and was like, "Ah, oh, hey man, like I'm sorry that sucks. You guys advance. I really wish that would happen." So he we've been like. <laughs> most passively, aggressively, like ignoring him in gaming, giving him such a hard time because it was the most infuriating thing I'd ever felt. Gamesmanship. It's part of the game. Are you getting, defending getting, him or def- get, getting the right seed is part of the game? Absolutely. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, but the seeds were already He's playing a bigger game. Selected. He- He's, he's playing. So he's, who do you appeal he's to? Playing, he's playing the crybaby game. Who do you uh, we to? didn't. Uh, we didn't go any further than that. Well, who, that who was legit. That was what we were told, but no one has denied it. Who made the seeds? But uh, it was. But that being said, the night before we played, we randomly in Smite, our team we were practicing ended up playing his team. Yeah, and we and we destroyed them. Yeah, destroyed them. Like there's no doubt in my mind that we would absolutely blow them out of the water. So I feel like we're the people's champions. <laughs> yeah. No one knows about us. Yeah. So we're, we're the people's in the, like me and him. 
But it was Jordan's. so sad. Like Blaine was trying to play with us again today, and we're like, no, no. And he got he got like the most puppy dog face. Blaine's like, getting hammered on Twitter right now. Anymore. Huh? Blaine's getting hammered on Twitter right now. Good. It was just it was so shady. Now we'll have well, maybe we'll have him on next week to defend it hurt himself. My heart. <laughs> you gonna be okay? You gonna make it through? Maybe. No, it's a good prize for that smite tournament. It's a good I know. Prize. You're not gonna yeah, get it. You're not gonna get it. No, we're not. <laughs> you don't have a well, shot at it now. Here's the thing: is we didn't even think we'd get first, but we were like, maybe we can hit like you know the top one to four. Oh, you didn't think you would get first? You were right. You did. <laughs> you got nothing. Got zero. Whatever that is. You got first from the bottom. Yeah. Well, is there see, a losers here's bracket? Here's the deal: we are doing the losers bracket. Jordan keeps scheduling. He's like, whoever loses, he's like, hey, come play smite with us. Yeah, there's not, not, there's not a real losers yeah. bracket. But, no but it's unofficial. It. It's unofficial for pride. <laughs> yeah. Jordan's running the losers bracket. Jordan <laughs> was, I think, the most upset about the whole thing. Really? Yeah, Jordan's serious. Well, that's serious enough to win. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> he's heading up the uh, heading he up the losers he, bracket. He didn't reorganize the the bracket. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not. Uh, you guys get, got all those teams. I'm not even on a team because I was in Singapore when you guys did all that stuff and set all those teams. So I just I'm on the outs. I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm, you could join our team. Fortunately, okay, I'll join your team. <laughs> you start in the losers bracket right away. Fortunately, I'm terrible at that game. So I'm terrible at all mobas, and I would like to be better. I have an appreciation for them. It's one of the few games that like or game types that I don't play actively, but that I appreciate the people who do. Because I know it takes a lot of skill and people love it. And I love that all the documentaries I've seen on it. The main one was free to play, uh, which was on Dota. Um, you know, but I, I I'm just not good at mobas, and I'm not good at Smite in particular. Smite is actually the one I play probably played more than all the others. I've never played League of Legends. I literally have never loaded it up. For me, it's it's easier because it's more like the WASDI controls. You know, you're moving around and they're kind of more of a first person view as opposed to clicking. I'm trying to get into Dota. Am I wrong in qualifying as a MOBA? No, it's absolutely no. MOBA. Okay. Yeah, it totally yeah, I, is. I'm, I'm with you. Like, I've tried playing Dota and I, it, my friends play it all the time, but this to me, Smite is like, it's more fun because it feels yeah. like WoW or something. Yeah, I, but I, I'm definitely giving. Dota a try. I, like, I, cause I, like, I have lots of friends who play it. I was like, you should play with us. Like, okay. And I realized it's a big thing with like the international and like uh, they had the ESPN coverage. Like, this is, this is a huge. Thing, like, yeah. it's going to break through the mainstream. Like, I got to get on it now. <laughs> I got to be good now. Well, I feel like I'm late at this point. Anyway. What friends do you have to play Dota? I, I'm amazed that you don't play MOBAs. Yeah, really. For a long time, I didn't have a PC like to play PC games, and uh, now I'm just like I'm just get, getting caught up on all of that. Yeah, I went through a big PC binge like between the con like like in that year when the PS4 and the Xbox One came out because I was primarily a console gamer. Then I became a PC gamer for like the last year, uh, and I, and it was it was a wonderful experience because it was all these games that I hadn't played for like a couple years, like I was playing catch up and all that. But now I think really actually that the pivotal moment for me like switching back to being an Xbox. One gamer primarily, and PS4 is. Uh, I finally wrapped up like my whole last gen experience. Like this summer, I played Last of Us uh, for the first time, and then the remastered edition came out, and I played that on PS4, uh, and that kind of like cleared me out for PS3. And then I finally cleared out uh, my Xbox 360 experience. I closed that out because the the last Walking Dead season two episode came out, and that was like the only thing keeping my Xbox 360 still plugged in at that point in time. So now I'm like completely wrapped up, I feel like, on Xbox 360. There's nothing I want to go back and play on. Did you ever play God of War um, on uh, the PS3? Yeah, but that was PS2 to PS3. Well, there was a PS3 version of it, too. I got that the, was like one of the best games I played on the PS3. I got the God of War collection okay. that came out when when God of War 3 came yeah. out. That, that's actually, I bought my PS3 to play that. Yeah. And then they moved over to Uncharted from there and became a huge Naughty Dog fan. Borderlands, the pre-sequel, comes out this week. That's the 360. Is it 360? Mm-hmm. I, pro- I probably won't go back for Borderlands. And, uh, then I don't know if the... 
um, Game of Thrones and Borderlands Telltale games will be 360 or one. Uh, they may be one because The Walking Dead is now available on Xbox One and PS4. Is it? Oh, not yeah. I think it's coming out. It's coming. Yeah, this yeah. month or next month. So it'll it'll be soon. So it could Walking be that. Dead season two was great. Walking Dead season two was not as good as Walking Dead season one. Agreed. That would be hard to beat though. Agreed. Yeah, that's that's such a high bar. So then, listen. What is it with Walking Dead two, the TV show on Twitter? That is like fair game for spoilers. People just don't. That is the one show that people do not care about spoiling on on Twitter. That's why I, I watch it immediately. I, I I'm gonna yeah. have to. I you mean, can't. everyone was like, everyone was posting pictures and stuff. I'm like, no. dude, it's been like four hours. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like it, that is the one thing that nobody cares about spoiling on, on on Twitter. The tough thing is they don't post that for purchase, digital purchase, until the next day. That's my problem. So like HBO Go. You can watch it basically when it releases. Like Boardwalk comes out at 7 p.m. on Sunday. I think you can probably watch Walking it. Walking Dead is not an HBO show. No, no. I'm saying as an example, ah. HBO you can watch it same day. Right. But then you have to wait a day from usually all the other networks, and it's like I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Have they? Un- Luckily, I have no idea where my phone is. So have they untethered? <laughs> and Twitter's a mobile platform for you. You never do Twitter on desktop. I do. Uh, very rarely uh, yeah, I do I ever use desktop. On the desktop either. Wait, yeah. Elo died fast, didn't it? Yeah, it, it died so fast, I didn't even get a chance to find out what it was. What, what is it? Yeah, I don't know. It's a minimalist social media network. Meaning it's like, not many graphics, <laughs> not many users, not much traction. <laughs> it's minimalist across the board. It was one of those things, it was like, they did a really smart thing where uh, they did it invite only, which is a really smart way to do it. Yeah. Because then it becomes people like, oh, can I get into this thing? And like then there's like people like realize. Yeah, yeah, this is horseshit. And Facebook was for a while, but Facebook had a qualification yeah, yeah, yeah. of uh, was, yes, university college. addresses. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at this. <laughs> what is, this is like what you would picture uh, a social network would look like in 98, you know? <laughs> Listen, dude, if you ever just wanted to hack like or like gather people's like, you know, like basically social engineering, all you do is make like a, a social media network and just start seeding it with people. And then people just volunteer all their information. Just say, here, take it all, please. Yeah, please. What, what's the thing that happened with Snapchat? They had a big leak again? Yeah, well, Snapchat didn't, but basically there was this other software that you could register for and you'd be able to save pictures that people send you via Snapchat. Why do so people think you issue- can't save a fucking photo that's that's transmitted over IP? Yeah. If I think you, it's if like you once give me it's something digital, on my phone, it's I there this. forever. I yeah, do this and I have Snapchat does tell you if you do that. Yeah, but you still get the <laughs> yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. No wait, so, so explain that to me. So I it'll it'll get it'll go like okay, so you Snapchat, you send a picture and then we'll be like and then if someone screenshots it'll be like screenshot Oh, it does that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? That's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. So it does tell you. So it's like people, people's, you know, they know. But then there's software that you can download, yeah. an app or something that you can download that doesn't, it's not incorporated into the the app so you can secretly. Yeah, and that's that's it. what got hacked. So And that would, I assume, save to a cloud at that point or something? I don't know how they do it. Because then they would have to get, because it has to transmit in order for them to get the pictures. So it has to. Yeah, I guess it's it stored on the server it. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal: it's like it, that, that, that thing would only be used for people's for news. Sorry, fellas. Yeah, what I read, uh, a lot of stories were saying, uh, don't look at it. You don't want to look at it. It's a lot of underage uh, people. I don't want to look at it anyway. Yeah, taking pictures, like I don't want to look at people's private moments. Right, but you like you see on Reddit, like people were posting it, and then people were just like, "Don't, don't download this." And I think Reddit was just deleting all the posts. Yeah, when well, uh, when when it got leaked, the, and, the and same thing happened. Also one of those uh, things too, where that's like an invasion of privacy. Yeah, well, it goes back to like the earlier thing yeah. with uh, the celebrities over yeah, the exactly, summer. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. It's it's for me. It's like there's a short term play and a long term play with not looking at that stuff. The short term play is it's not intended for you. You know, it's not it's not meant for you to see, so don't look at it. But the long term play is I also don't want to create an environment where people are not. 
sending each other nude photos. Yeah. That's a, that's a that's thing you want to. It for that's exactly. We want to encourage that behavior. We want people <laughs> to take nude photos and send nude photos. Well, you did know? you hear Jennifer? It benefits all of us. <laughs> did you hear Jennifer Lawrence's uh, explanation? She was awesome. Yeah, I don't believe she apologized. What she said is she was in a long distance relationship. And either I think the with a beast from X Men and specifically either, oh, man. Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> <laughs> either he's gonna look at pornography or he's gonna look at that. And I thought she that was a very a adult way to look at it and a very like daddy issues. <laughs> Let me see your kill. Man, I'm a beast. Um, it's, I don't know. He's like, in that, I, those commercials no, now. I know what you're talking about, but yeah. just the idea is like, he, well, she was in a long distance relationship with Beast. She said, <laughs> just like she also. St- I want to be clear too. She said she's not. She said I. This is not something I even need to apologize for. Yeah, she did not even come in close to apologizing. She doesn't need to apologize. Yeah, she for explained it. it. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to tell me who the actor is from the booth, but I can't. I got it right here. X Men First Class, uh, Beast. I'm assuming he's the young Beast and not Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Grammer. <laughs> uh, Hank. Be a hell of a episode uh, of Nicholas Holt. Is that him? I think yeah. that's what they were saying. Yeah. Yeah, he was the one that was like, oh, I'm a mutant. I have hairy feet. You? Oh, he's the kid from uh, Warm Bodies. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was also in that um, About a Boy, too. Yeah? Yeah, you saw that. It was good. Warm Bodies is that zombie love story. You? It was actually pretty good. Go when on. I was out a couple weeks ago, you sat in my seat. I did. And Uh-oh. apparently you put my earpiece in your ear. Gross. Ew. And when I came back the next week, it was covered in earwax. My girlfriend is so upset about that. It was. She keeps trying to get me to clean my ears. So disgusting and gross. It was like, the thing was orange. We threw it away. I think Patrick wore gloves <laughs> to get it. Are you mad though? Because you had a, you know, you went through the same thing. Yeah, but I wouldn't have put someone Brian, else's are, thing in my ear. You taking this information in stride. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. Like, How dirty are your fucking ears? I don't know. I can't see. Like, like look, you took it like, great. Can you hear? Can you, when you took it out, did you look at it and be like, oh, I should wipe that off? No, I did not. No, no, it you did. Like I know you show. didn't because it, it was, was still not, there. I wasn't like, ah, oh, fuck this. Because it I, took like 20 minutes and four people to help me <laughs> yank it out of his ear. That's why. I, I went home I and felt, took a nap. When I heard about that, I felt really bad and I meant to apologize. And I'm apologizing to you right now. That's disgusting. I didn't think of it. I'm sorry. I had no idea. It was so, just sitting out here. I'm sorry. <laughs> so it had a week to like just yeah. <laughs> ferment. It was like orange. That's how you make vodka. <laughs> <laughs> That's the slurry. Mr. Mary. <laughs> Oh yeah, I clean, my, I clean Joe the cat's ears. <laughs> I do. Do you want to clean my ears? No, I don't. I just clean Joe's ears. Q-tips freak me. Like putting that What's in my that? ear How freaks you... me out. He's a Q-tip. Cleans ears. You clean ears. You're not supposed to put them in your That's ears. Adorable. You, you That's clean... bullshit. Do you I clean know your it ears? says on the package. <laughs> I know it says it not to do it, but whatever. <laughs> That's Everybody... just a safety. Per- they just say that because they're just covering their bases. They're like, yeah, they're covering it's their bases. Yeah, is it, there any other product in the world, though, that is literally the thing you're not supposed to it's, use it's it for? Like, it's what you use it for. Your car goes up to 100. The speedometer goes to 140 miles an hour. Don't drive it above 70. Yeah. Wink. Yeah. Don't put it in your wink. I, they're pretty clean now. I always I love that. Yeah, because yeah, it's all in the fucking thing. We threw it away. <laughs> one, one of them is clean. <laughs> if you're going to get Brandon's attention, do it from the left side. No shit. <laughs> You know, that's, uh, we talked about this before, that's, that's a job in India they have. It's part of the culture there. Is oh, that yeah, they have, like, ear, ear cleaners. cleaners on the street. And you'll just go and you'll just, and they'll be like... Do, do, do. They have yeah. all these fucking tools and they, like, stick them... They, oh, no! Oh, oh you no, saved it. it! Patrick, I love you! Oh, my God! Patrick saved it! He's bringing it out and giving oh, it to Gus right now. Exhibit A, Gus's earpiece. <laughs> Let me see. Did you take a photo of it up close? <laughs> 
That's from your ear. No, no, wait. I'm sorry. This is not how you make volume. This is how you get Ebola. <laughs> You're no. like gagging. That's in your ears. That is like four inches from your mouth at any oh, time. Oh, Brandon. <laughs> nobody, That's nobody tell, awful. Nobody tell my girlfriend. Yeah, I've never wait, seen... Wait, 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 wait. We gotta get it tight. Oh, gotta get tight on this? I don't... I gotta, like, rotate it and work you with call, this thing? You came to a podcast to call See, out plain. But there'll be a link up to a high-res photo yeah, of this we'll, disgusting thing. We'll, we'll post a better photo of it. I have never see. seen that amount of wax that didn't have a wick in it, ever, <laughs> in my life. That's disgusting. <laughs> can, we stick a, can we stick a piece of twine in Brandon's ear and light it? <laughs> right, if the power ever goes out... How, I think I'm they do, do that to, to get rid of earwax. <laughs> I'm serious. So, would it melt? And then you're like, where think, does it go? I think you can do that. <laughs> Is it wax? You don't. You want some wax you're in there? Man. Yeah. Do you? Like what's? The, yeah, it protects your ear. That's why you have it. What do you want? You want wax? Wax is good. It's natural. You know, there's a genetic flag. It's actually remember that uh, test I took uh, from Twenty Three and Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just like one genetic marker. Uh, that if it's flipped, you have dry earwax versus wet earwax, and typically it's an east-west thing. Not like East Coast, West Coast, like rapper thing, but like, <laughs> like people in like the Far East in China have have dry earwax. It's dry, and they like have to like chip it out. Uh, and, uh, do I have dry Americans or wet have, have earwax? Wet earwax. I, I I don't know. Westerners you have, have old wet earwax. earwax, is what I can tell. It's like, a weird for, weird thing. Yeah, it's, there's not many there's not many genes that are like that, which is like a little flip, and it's like here's the change. Yeah, and that's one they know is the wet versus what dry. Be the earwax. weirdest wet dry change Seaman. of a. Yeah, I was, I was, that's what oh, I was thinking. Dry semen. Like dry a cloud of dust? <laughs> yeah. Like powdered semen? You just shoot it into the air and hope. Come on! <laughs> Get in there! <laughs> because a whole new meaning of blowjobs. <laughs> be gross, though. You just, like, walk into someone's bedroom. You're like, what is that in the air? <laughs> Yeah, little Timmy's room is always really dusty. <laughs> <laughs> we, had to, we had to vacuum it all the time. <laughs> oh, it's like it's like you got to keep like a like a fucking dustbuster <laughs> under hidden uh, under your mattress. <laughs> Be awesome if you could like set off the smoke alarm. Invite <laughs> <laughs> like your girlfriend over. All of a the smoke alarm goes off. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Sound effect would be great though. <laughs> it's like oh baby, oh oh oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> 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 so like Wiley Coyote in the desert. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> my face hurts from laughing. That would be the weirdest one, Chris. You nailed it, first try. Well, Gus actually, na- I was thinking. Who's <laughs> <laughs> okay? We're, we'll we'll yeah. take we'll, we'll take. Isn't credit. that kind of yes, people, people who are people who are from the east now on Twitter are amazed that people have wet earwax. They're like, "What is wet earwax? <laughs> That's disgusting to them." Well, yeah, so I guess, dry I guess, semen. So. I guess they wouldn't because before the twenty three and me test, I'd never heard of dry earwax. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, so I could see why if you have dry earwax, you don't realize wet earwax is a possibility. Which is which would seem. Why grosser. don't we know that wet earwax is grosser? Wet earwax is way grosser. Right? It but is. Even chip, though I have wet earwax. You have to like, chip out dry earwax. That sounds gross. Yeah, yeah, I don't want anyone chipping like, anything out pop, of me. Pop. Anything. Nothing. No. It's no. like, so they're mining. It's just like they have like a little... <laughs> we track. struck gold in you, Brandon. <laughs> Ear gold. <laughs> oh Parmahini tea. Hair's all over the place. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I, I wonder... Yeah, so that's one of the markers you can tell. They recently updated 23andMe genetic analysis. I don't know if you've seen it. They did an update Mossy about... Mossy saying never knew there was such a thing as wet earwax. <laughs> they did a never thing knew about, it. about a month ago where they really broke out the um, 
don't know what to say, the, uh, the breakdown of where your ancestors came from. They made it a lot more detailed. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I, they, I need to go look I haven't logged up. in like a year. I, mean, I, think I, I think that service renews once a year and I've been paying for it. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> and you just forget about it. Yeah. Well played, 23. Oh, <laughs> fuck, man. So I, have a, so I have an iPhone 6 Plus, which I pre-ordered, which is coming next week. Okay. It's like in the mail right now. Um, and this was before they had the bending issue, but I'm just like, ah, I'll just deal with it. Um, that's coming out. But did you read about my, my car? They updated. They're doing an updated version of my car, Gus. Have you heard about this? No. They're, they're making oh, is, it, it, uh, is it the features from the D? The D. Yeah. So it's a. It's got a motor for each of the drive wheels. A separate motor, so it goes zero to sixty in three point two seconds. And the other thing about it is it has uh, autopilot. Wait. So you, you can, can drive your car. Your car drives itself. It just you get on the freeway, you, hit a button, and it just drives. Itself. You get the features I've of been, the D through a software update. You can, dude. I, my car, the current version of my car, which is a Model S, um, it, it does not have the sensors or anything in order to get the software up to gotcha. do it. Okay. So you'd have to get the D gotcha. to yeah. get the software up to do the autopilot. Okay. And they even said in a statement that yes, if you're in a country, if you're in a place where it's available or it's it's regulated. Your car can autonomously come and pick you up. Yeah, they said like on private property. I've been wanting – I – Bernie, I've been wanting a car, robot car for so long. Like, you don't understand. <laughs> Are you like, asking me to buy you a car? <laughs> he's got his hands together <laughs> like in the, than in my the car? begging position. <laughs> no. Bernie, buy me a $130,000 car. Yeah, I know. I want a robot car, so I want to no. be able to like – Go to like get yeah, my but car. you want to be able to talk to your car. But yeah, could you imagine but- though? Could you imagine though that like like, oh, I forgot I parked my car on the other side of the mall. I'll just have it come get me. Yeah, and just like the car comes. I can't around. imagine. My life. I've been thinking about it for like years now. I want this robot. It car. exists. Go get it. Just like finance it. <laughs> yeah, uh, finance it. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, um, they said. I believe what they said was if it's on private property, you can activate that, and it could essentially drive itself. But it's only on private property. Because- well, they're saying that legally. You can, you can uh, still you can still activate it wherever the hell you want to. You're on private property here, so if you want your car to come pick you up at the front door, <laughs> do it. Although, also, how would you specify to the car, "Come get me"? How would it not just drive? No, would drive <laughs> to the wall and like come get you, like the Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh. But the other the other cool thing about it too is that if you pull up in your driveway. You just go park in the garage, and it parks itself in the garage. That's well, awesome. You go into the house and enjoy your life. It's pretty wow, sweet. Don't they have cars. those cars like the the wheels rotate ninety degrees, so you can just like slide into a parallel? No, they spot. have. They Is that have a real ones, thing? My ex mother in law has a car that automatically parks itself, parallel parks. Itself. Really? It's pretty fucking dope. And it's not. It's like it's like a mid level SUV that does it. It's just a newer one. Like cars are getting to the point now where they're like incredible. There was a weird point, like the early two thousands. Where like cars had nothing, and then they had LCD screens that you could touch, and like like Bluetooth and everything. And if you bought one like a year apart, it was a major difference. Yeah. And we're at that point now with like, mm. you know, I mean, electric cars are cool, but the real game changer is these pilotless Features. cars, yeah. driverless cars. Yeah. I'm not buying a new car till I get a robot. I totally agree with you. <laughs> I, I would totally I'm wait. Like, it's just a couple model years away, right? It's like I we're hope close. So I like, yeah, I, it's close. It's close. Like th- I, I've got my car in 2010. I'm like, man, if I could make this last till the robot car. If you had a robot car, would you actually make a, pre- a prop robot that you can put in the driver's seat? Just you, you like a chauffeur's hat. Yeah. Actually, do you remember the, the robot actor we had, Johnny Robot or Johnny Cab? Johnny. Oh, Cab. oh, the robot Johnny. that we used in the in the the one short with the uh, uh, Brandon short. Yeah. 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 Just like yeah. put install oh, yeah, him yeah. in there. I already have one picked out. God, that caused the biggest fucking fight over that thing. 
Because that robot came and then like it got messed up. Oh, and we had to fix allegedly. it to turn it back up. Yeah, so fix like something that was already about shitty. Fixing that what robot, robot was that? I don't remember this. Yeah, it, was some, it was some dopey, like, it wasn't really a robot. It was like somebody like made a prop robot out of PVC pipes and circuit boards mm-hmm. yeah. and stuff. And it got like, one of the arms got broken and we had to fix it. And it was a big deal about fixing it because, mm. you know, the person who was capable of fixing it didn't want to fix it. So I'm pretty sure this really happened. Um, I think is it Google dev- uh, it's creating the driverless car? They're, they're one of the groups working on it, yeah. Uh, from what I understand, it <clears throat> did get in an accident, but... That accident was because someone was driving it manually at the time. Yeah, no, is that it, like, it, no, two accidents. Is that the, it? Also got rear-ended by correct. someone else. Is oh, that the, look at Chris; he's up. I'm on his, telling you, yeah. I've, been, I've been like <laughs> waiting for robot. Wow, he's up on his driverless car. I've yeah, Chris he's exactly like, right. A long time. This is like I'm learning stuff. Is this yeah. good press for that company? That there was an accident, 90, but it was specifically not like, their fault. I think it is. Ninety yeah. or ninety above ninety percent of accidents are human error. Probably all accidents are human error. Well, there's some that are like, oh, my car broke, uh, car tire, fire. tire popped off or whatever. I don't know. I don't know car. Um, I don't know car. <laughs> no car. I only know robot car. Uh, <laughs> but like, you know, there's certain things like, uh, you know, manufacturer errors and stuff that cause accidents or, you know, whatever. But if, with robot cars, oh, man, the future is here. <laughs> oh, man, the future. <laughs> Listen, it's here. It's really, it's really coming. And it's like, to me, it's a total game changer. Because if you you will like be like, remember we used to fucking drive these things all the time when that yeah, we have to do that. I know. You will totally think like that. You will think it'll be a change of like, yeah, we used to get in these cars and we would have to drive them all the time. We see the wheel, we like we would have to turn that. And I can't believe pedals it, with our no, no, it'd be there used to be a wheel here. There will always be a wheel. I think for at least for like five, ten years. What be would a wheel. scare me though is once you had rival companies, they're obviously going to start like negative ads. Kind of like the way Samsung is bashing the iPhone. So it's like, what negative ads? Like, what would they make you feel about getting like another brand of car? car? Companies like, don't necessarily have negative ads, though. Car companies always extol the features of their car. It's that right? They never it's, talk it's like, about the our, other car. It's, it's different. Yeah, it's though. like our car was so much better than this other car. But those, but it's not, not like a, it's not like a, it's like a political ad where it's right. like, well, no, the, the, the Hyundai. Hyundai. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's fueled by it's promise that it would have twenty six miles per hour. But but for the last fifty years, <laughs> car ads have haven't been about features. They've been about like way of life. Like, oh, this guy has a really cool like hot girlfriend. You want to buy the car? But now, if we're getting to the this point where it's about... <laughs> you want to buy a car? <laughs> no! That is the epitome. That is that is the most intelligent thing anybody has ever said about the advertising advertising right industry. Most intelligent thing anyone's ever said. <laughs> ever said. Advertising Maybe industry. Maybe the history of this podcast. podcast. But, I mean, if you're going to uh, technology and features, then I, I think you would see that. You'd see the negative ads, but it's like... They, they are, car ads are all about technology and features already. This car has park assist. This car has, you know, active sonar cruise control. Remember that car that we were in where, you know how some cars have a backup camera? Yeah. Yeah. This car had like an above camera. And it simulated it with like (laughs) – What, a bird flying? Yeah. It was like – it simulated it with like cameras on the running boards. But it it was a view from the top of your car down. So you could see everything around your car 360. And it completely simulated it. It was some kind of – it was an SUV that we rented that was like – this is magic. What is this? It looked like it looked like a view of your car from like forty feet above the car. It's like, how is it doing this? It's just a drone that's following you. <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. There's actually a car. There's a a prototype or a concept car. I forget what it is that has a drone built into it that like goes up 
evaluates traffic on in real time and then comes back down to your car and what? docks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll look that up. It'll be a thing where it's like there's like the dr- there's so many drones you can just see them up. It's like oh there's traffic over there. Look at all the drones. <laughs> or L A. Like you'll never see the sun again. There'll yeah. be like so many drones. <laughs> and they're all like they're all flying. It's like well I guess there is traffic. You got what it, Patrick. This? No, they're showing. Oh, like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Patrick, look up the uh, Renault car Ooh. concept car. <laughs> concept car launches drone to check for gridlock ahead. Thing looks fucking awesome. It, it, I, I would. I'd be a lot more a impressed. Oh, yeah, if once they executed it, if not everyone had to launch a drone, if every other Renault on the road was like, okay, there's already a drone in the air, we can just use that data. Like a mesh network, yeah. Right, instead of having to be like, oh, we all need our own drone. That's what Google and Waze do. It's like they yeah. use like points from everybody else. And like, and the GPS is also transmitting data as to how fast you're moving and everything. Yeah. And that's how to determine traffic. I had to race down. The reason why I was one second sitting in this chair before because I gave – um, one of our cast members for Laser Team, I was giving him a tour of the studio, and then I had to race the kids down um, and drop them off, and that's all the way across town, and then come all the way back up. Man, Mopac, we always talk about I-35 in Austin as being a really shitty freeway. Mopac's the other shitty freeway we have in Austin. <laughs> it told me, here's the red line of where traffic is. I'm not kidding. It was spot on. But, like I was yeah, coming like ways. four miles. I'm coming towards this red like block. I hit it, and then the red block, and that's where traffic started. Ashley and I were amazed that it was that accurate. That stuff's getting crazy now. I'm, I'm a, I'm a laser. You, you don't do ways anymore, right? With the robot cars, that was actually Google Maps that no, did that. But with robot cars, no, traffic no, is minimized. Because- Chris, think about these robot cars. <laughs> what if, what if you're at a green light and the light turns green and all the cars just go at once? Exactly. Just think about no, that. No, think yeah. about. It. And here's the deal. Here's the deal. With, okay, so you have a robot. <laughs> all right, so everyone is worried about parking and stuff with the robot I'm car. So, Chris. Oh, it's a role play. Chris, I'm so worried about parking. All right. Well, <laughs> what am I going to do? All right, well, you know what? You should get a robot car. Because, what would a robot car do well, for okay, me? Okay, here's the deal with the robot car. Go ahead. You wouldn't have to park your car. Oh, that makes where, me so happy. Because you could pull up to a place, jump out, say, robot car, home. It would drive home, not now, have to park. If they allow cars with no drivers, because that's a significantly different thing than a, than a pilotless car. An autopilot car assumes there's people in the car. Okay. But that's a totally different level of confidence of people on the road to say, here's a car that can come get me, like downtown on 6th Street. I drank. It's weird. I talked about this on Twitter. Everybody associates driving with being able to drink too much. That's like the number one thing people want to do. People are looking for a way to get fucking obliterated. That's their number one goal in life. Why do you think I, I'm so excited about robot cars, <laughs> <laughs> But a driverless car, a car that activates and comes yeah. to get you with nobody in it, that's kind of an insurance liability nightmare in that uh, sense. Unless... It's a proven technology that works, like Minority Report style, where it's all just like a grid. It's that's rails that's stuff, years yeah. away, I think. Yeah. Like, they will require someone to be in the driver's seat Capable for, of- for a number of years and then in the car for a number of years. I think that's when we're making new cities. Like, I don't think we could ever renovate. It's like the next new city well, but we make. making a new city. Yeah. Oh, it's getting... like the last city we made. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, because it's, you know. After the, after the apocalypse, someone, like, ro- someone wrote a, a fake uh, robot attack car ad. On Twitter, <laughs> Victory Eleven Forty said, "Robot car bash ad." The Honda robot car voted against raises for school teachers three times. Is this the car you want driving you? Would you feel comfortable though using? Yes. Okay, you're not going around oh, in the city. You're not going around this. places. Imagine you know. this, a Renault. Yeah, that that is not it in particular. I don't think that's not the one. I'm, the one I'm. Th- I mean, it's, it's a different colored car. They put up on the screen here a uh, 
orange SUV-ish crossover hybrid thing. Uh, the one I, the one I've looked up, Patrick, is a uh, gray and yellow, and it actually shows the drone. The Renault look, Quid K W I. Look up a Renault concept car drone or Renault Quid, and that, that'll probably have it. Well, so you you wouldn't be scared about falling asleep if you're going cross country and this robot car taking you to like deliverance. No, no. Like you I, wake up I, I, and you're I like, trust the robots. Where am I? I trust. What I trust is the, going on? Do you think about that when you're in a car with a driver? Exactly. Like, no. That's the thing. Or, do you you're think about it when you're in a, on a plane? Yeah. Yes, actually, I do. It's you think they're just going to drive you? To, oh, yeah. Or, I think about, like, rogue pilots. I, I hate... I, rogue I, pilots? Yeah. I, I'm terrified <laughs> of flying. And I'm like, oh, man. You know what? You made pilots <laughs> had a good week. I hope things are going well. <laughs> where where would him. a rogue pilot want to take you? I don't know, man. Disneyland. What happened to that flight? <laughs> what happened to one. that flight that disappeared? Nobody knows. Are you asking a rhetorical question? Because nobody knows. If we knew, don't you think we'd be off the coast of Perth somewhere? They actually had a really really big development in that case uh, with – it was MH870? 370. 370. Um, They had a development where they found a body – that had an oxygen mask on. Oh, wait. No, that's MH17. That's oh, that, the one in the Ukraine. Oh, that's the one in the Ukraine. Oh, they the still haven't that... found any trace of 370 yet. I mean, here's the deal. How many okay. planes fly around all the I time? I thought they knew where 370 was. I thought they knew it was at the bottom of a trench. I don't think they know that yet. Really? Yeah. So the Ukraine one had a mask on it. I thought that they said that that one was for sure shot down by the Russians. I don't think anything was for sure. Oh, but okay. it's sure. I mean, I think the belief is that it was shot down by insurgents... Or, you know, renegades that are being supplied with weapons from Russia. But they don't know that. So, Putin, if you're listening. That being said, that. that being said, no one thinks it's a rogue pilot <laughs> taking No, it. not in Russia. But no, they, they with the Malaysian plane, the uh, not the black box, whatever tracks, the transponder was manually turned off. No one knows why. But they thought it could. Maybe it was a rogue pilot. Or, so, well, the, the, the do you re- consider the 9-11 pilots to be rogue pilots? Or? No. Okay. So they're actually, the, the case you're probably thinking of that was an actual rogue pi- pilot was Egyptian Air. Oh, I know what I'm thinking of. Yeah, the Egyptian Air guy where he set a prayer into the microphone and then like just went fip and pushed forward on the stick. And his co-pilot was like, what are you doing? And pulled back on his stick and they're fighting over controls. And I guess when they both like, Push it the opposite direction. The actual plane was able to like go into the flaps went in two different directions. Like maybe there's a reason why he'd want that to happen in some kind of avionics situation. But and he crashed the plane into the ocean. Like the dude, the, the one pilot just was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna crash the plane in the ocean." It's, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's I mean, also very similar to the Air France 447. It's a difference between the design philosophies in Airbus and Boeing. In Airbus, the pilot sticks can operate independently of each other. So they can be giving totally different inputs to the plane, and either the plane averages out the input or it confuses them and it'll operate the rudders differently. In Boeing, the sticks are linked together. So then if one person pushes down, both sticks go down. So you have to – you kind of tug. Then it's like a a string – it's a test of strength. Right. Who's the strongest? (laughs) So they found the oxygen air mask around the neck of a Malaysia Airlines Flight 17 passenger, and the Dutch public prosecutor called this out because no other passengers – Bodies who were found had oxygen masks, uh, except for this one, and it was around their neck. Oh. Okay. What? Yeah, so. So this will freak you out. You want to hear this? This is the uh, Egypt Air Flight 900, 990, excuse me, crashed October 31st, 1999. And the flight recorder data, the cockpit voice recorder data, recorded the captain excusing himself to go to the lavatory, followed 30 seconds later by the first officer saying in Egyptian Arabic, uh, I can't pronounce this. Uh, Tokalt Allah Allah, which means I rely on God. 
A minute later, the autopilot was disengaged, immediately followed by the first officer again saying, I rely on God. Three seconds later, the throttles for both engines were set to idle, and both elevators were moved to three degrees nose down. The first officer repeated, I rely on God, seven more times before the captain suddenly re- appeared, asking repeatedly, what's happening, what's happening? The flight re- re- data recorder reflected that the elevators then moved to into a split condition with the left elevator up and the right elevator down, a condition which is expected to result when the two control columns are subject to at least 50 pounds, 50 pounds of opposing force. At this point, both engines were shut down by moving the start levers from run to cutoff. The captain asked, what is this? What is this? You shut off the engine, and the planes crashed. I hope oh, the captain had time to pull up his pants. What? <laughs> He's like running in there. I like your greatest fear is followed by a dumbass joke. <laughs> that is your worst fear realized. That's like yeah. one guy no, decided to kill. There's nothing you could say to make me feel anyway. I've seen like every episode of Air Disasters. Right. 203 like, people. It's, I, I'm not immune to it, but like there's no way I could be more freaked right. out well, about right, listen, that could happen. And I fly on, a lot. That could happen on a bus. There could be a rogue bus driver. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, when am I on a bus? I, yeah, but when are you out. driving next to a bus on the fucking freeway? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. You don't really but think like, about when you're driving a car how much of your life is separated by like a double yellow line that's right yeah. there. And yeah, you just true. trust people to like hug that line and they can do it like 100% of the time without a failure. And then you always see those like instant though. You always see those live leak things of like someone's just driving on the road and all of a sudden a car just jumps and it's like right there yeah, in front people of People in Austin are really bad about using their phone while driving. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm We going don't really have a law against it. Austin does. It just it just passed. It. Like a year no, and a half ago. no, it's it's been in there for a while. You know what? There's a law no, no. against what specifically, texting, but now against it's using now your, it's universal against all phones. Using apps or anything on your phone other than placing a call. But now I think they just changed it to where now you can't be making a call either. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like I'll be at a red light behind someone else or two cars behind. It turns green and no one's going because they're all looking at their phone. Yeah. I'm like great. Now I have to start honking. So does that qualify as driving if you're at a red light? Well, if you're if you're at the red light and it's your job to go and you're not going, yeah, you're distracted. You need to be going. Fair enough. You know what would fix that, Chris? Robot cars. <laughs> <laughs> you sold me with the sing song. There's the, there's the Renault Quid. There it is with the drone that checks for traffic, that checks for gridlock. So we'll put that in the linked up as well for those of you watching the audio version of this or listening to the audio version. It's basically a, a yellow and it's a, it's a it's you, listen. It is do. a Concept car. We'll never see that thing, ever. It doesn't matter because when robot cars come, I won't care about traffic because I'll be able to do stuff while I'm in the car. I'll be driving and be like, take me to work. And I'll be like, working and doing sh- Like, I feel like I'm listening to a fifth grader's book report. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would love to hear Chris say all the problems that robot cars are going to fix. Well, with okay, all, well, everything. Public transportation, all right. So you, say you have Fixed. a car. Yeah, well, it, it is because it's, you have robot cars that just go. And pick people up. So you finish with the car, you finish your car, and you're like, "All right, well, I'm going to work." Your car could go around and pick people up and take other people to work. You don't even need a car. But you have to pay for the gas. your car could be an Uber driver. Yeah, exactly. Like you could make money. Exactly. You could you could buy a car and then tell it to go make money for you. <laughs> Chris, you're blowing my mind. <laughs> you're you absolutely just, right. Would you just tell the car go make money? Yeah, you could, and it would. Pat it. Go and, make. Money. And then also, or or you wouldn't even need a car because there'd be other people who who bought cars, and then they would be doing that. It would be weird though; the car would rely on a human to fill it up with gas. It would like pull into the gas station, and be like, "Well, psst, psst, maybe hey, then, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> maybe then there would be gas attendants It'd go back. Oh, that'd be crazy. It would go, or it <laughs> yeah, could be the gas. It could be a robot, What's Chris. Crazy? Oh, you're not thinking yeah. about that. <laughs> What's crazy? Well, I'll say we go back. <laughs> we have a car that drives itself, but we gotta have someone there. <laughs> All saying we go back to the time where there's yeah, people who fill gas. Yeah, all over the road, autonomously, done. But this, 
impossible. It's <laughs> like a nozzle. No, get out of well, here. Well, it'd, it'd be kind of cool if it like went back to a time where there's like a, all of a sudden a job to fill someone's gas. How bitter would you be if a car pulled up with nobody in it and you had to fill it with gas? I would be so fucking bitter. <laughs> I would be like, I'm not doing this job anymore. Like, <laughs> scrape the nozzle all yeah. down the ceiling side of the car. I mean, there you like, go. Well, if it was like, regular, please. Fucking premium. How <laughs> <laughs> you like that? How you like that? Count get your on. I don't know why this is how cars talk. <laughs> but I would, it would get so abused. Those features would get totally abused, though, too, because. The impact on fuel usage will go through the roof because people will be like, I gotta go to the I gotta go to the post office, but I can't find a parking space. Hey car, just go around the block for like ten times and then just <laughs> run in. Nobody would ever park anywhere. No, no, but Why you, would yeah, you, you wouldn't true. have to park because you would you would go somewhere and you'd be like, Robot car. Go go around the block. Go no, you'd be like, Go do a couple of rides for other people, I'll be back in a come back here in an hour. And in that no, hour, robot car would go and be like would give uh, taxis to people. <laughs> give taxis yeah, to people. Listen, Chris, you don't want that. You don't want people getting in your car that you paid for that you don't know with no other driver in well, there or they, anything. Uh, it's like, this is the story of how I bought a driverless car and a day later it was filled to the top with urine. No, that or, is, or like that powdered, is exactly how that story or works. Or powdered semen everywhere. <laughs> and then it's just like, ugh. Gross. But it could be powered by urine. That would be on Bill Homeless guy urine. That would be perfect. Then yeah, then yeah, obviously let everyone well, in your be, car. There'd be some sort of security feature. I what would that? Be? No, I don't know. I, anyone sending that to there the There would be a guy like, with a cap sitting there scowling. <laughs> there'd be something. Then you have to like swipe something. And how long would that last before like like what would be the requirement for people? Like you have to have a driverless car by when? Like they're introduced today. Mm-hmm. 20% of the population has them within five years. Then it's a point where it's like, you can't have a driverless car on the road. 30 years. Because then you're just wasting everybody's time. You think it's going to be 30 years till we have robot cars? Do you have no, lanes? No, 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 no. Until you can, like, really, like, fairly That's, require no. it. Oh, till it's required to have a till robot it's car? required. Because mm. don't forget, I mean, like, one of the worst things in Austin, and I know it brings a lot of money to the city, and that's really fucking great, but that money can go up its own butt for all I care. The the motorcycle rally that comes to Texas oh. every year, to Austin, it's just a misery. It's just it's just too much. What money it's is It's just like the like, streets farting. I love yeah. that people are having a good time. They're on motorcycles, but it's just too much. It's just it's too many. they got to stop it. What it's are, just what, too much. What are but those, those, guys? People are, those people are never going to like say they can't drive on the roads. Those people are huge enthusiasts. There's Maybe they get a robot motorcycle. Yeah, but they're going to want that. Why yeah. would they want that? And well, who, who wants to go look them in the eyes and tell them they can't do it's something? It's kind of like this. It's I, like horses. You know, it's like... No, people I still I that have horses. No. Well, people still ride horses. I, there around. was a horse. There was a horse. I had to get over to pass a horse on Lamar <laughs> Boulevard. It still happens, but it's like it's not like people are off riding horses all down the street. It doesn't street. matter. It fucks up the whole system. So, do you think that robot cars are going to like push horses? No, because people, horse, people like horses. But like what I'm saying, whenever cars were introduced, people I'm sure people with horses were like. Well, that I don't know what my horse is. I just trust a horse. I don't trust some robot to be carrying me around. I want to see Cowboy Chris now. <laughs> Chris is going to invent the robot horse? No, I'm just saying. It's like, I'm sure this, we had the, back, you know, whatever, uh, in the 20s or whenever, when were cars invented? Like the T. You got it. You're, you're yeah, the beginning of the century. Like I'm just saying. The exact same conversation happened. Except people were like, "Well, I just trust my horse. I don't. Tr- I trust something with blood and bones, not machine." That, 
People didn't trust cars then, but now they do. And now we're now it's like was the this next level. Time, guys? <laughs> just blooded bones on the road. That's all. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's just. What if you had a car that was like the trunk was filled with blood? <laughs> You're like, I trust that car. <laughs> this car doesn't have. This car is full of blood and bones. <laughs> Showing up. You want this car driving? You the new want... Honda Robot car, now with blood and bones. <laughs> you can drive into the square. <laughs> Hold on. So, Henry Ford actually has a great quote, which is that he said, if I had listened to the public, I would have designed a faster horse. Yeah, I think Jobs cited that a lot. Too. Yeah, he did a lot. Yeah. yeah, I'm just listening to public opinion when yeah. you're doing something that's revolutionary. Mm. All right. So when was when, when so was, was the car, when was the car invented? I, I would say was, my was, I have a I have was, a great barometer for that kind of stuff because my grandmother on my dad's side, my dad because he was a priest waited so long to have kids. I was like super crazy generation gap with my dad, and my grandmother was actually born in 1898. Oh wow! So I sat down one time and did an interview with her with a. Um, uh, video camera and I asked her about all of her experiences she remembers when she saw her first elect- she's passed away now but she remembered when she saw her first electric light that was That's like she crazy. remembers that and like she remembers seeing her first car seeing her first airplane everything I heard a story that you would love I never heard about this that when the Wright brothers went to pitch the airplane to the US military Orville Wright and a colonel got in a plane together and Orville Wright took off flew him around crashed the plane crippled himself killed the colonel and the army goes, we'll order 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> or the other, for the enemy. <laughs> it, it, didn't, it didn't sway them at all. They, they went ahead and placed an order anyway. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. I just love that. Do you know that ride at Disney? The one where uh, it's like a huge donut and it spins you around and you see like the different eras of time, the future. Hall you know what, future. Epcot? No, it's at Tomorrowland? Disney. It's in Tomorrowland, but it's like, it's not, but, um, well, basically you see what life was like in like the 1910s and the 1940s. And then we got to like the last era and I was like, okay, cool. This is the present. And then the ride ended. I was like, wait, that was supposed to be the future. Like, it's crazy. Cause like their perception, I think it was remodeled in the eighties is now like we're living in that future that we like envisioned. So like recent and well, we talked about the AT&T commercials that were in the 80s and early 90s that, like, pegged oh. almost all yeah, the yeah, stuff yeah, we yeah. have like, now. You'll be able to fax from fax the, the beach. beach. Yeah. 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 Or you'll be able to use a payphone, you know, or wave goodbye from a payphone and stuff like that. But it, it, all visions of the future are based on the technology that you have. Right. That's why, like, when you look at, like, 50s stuff, it was always like, how are you going to read the newspaper in the year 2000? It's like, well, we didn't think that you just wouldn't get the newspaper and that all that entire yeah, business yeah. would be out of business. You know, it's just like it's based on what it is, you know, the really thing, interesting thing to me about future, uh, you know, like futurists and like predicting what the future is going to hold is the turn of which in the like the 50s to 60s to 70s, when everything was like, we're going to build all this crazy stuff. It's going to be the Jetsons or like lost in space. People are going to be traveling to different planets or Star Trek or stuff like that. And then about the 80s, it was like when the world ends. It's like all of a sudden every vision of the future was like the world here. The machines are going to kill us. We're going to run out of gas. Like everything became post-apocalyptic. There was never any like post. The closest you had to post-apocalyptic stuff was Planet of the Apes. But that really wasn't a post-apocalyptic story. It was more of an alien world thing with a twist to it. Um, And probably more of a commentary on evolution than anything else. But yeah, so there was a weird thing when the world went from being everything's going to be incredibly awesome to everything's going to be horrible. And how would you survive this kind of a thing? Yeah, it's the Cold War. 
Is that what you think it was? Yeah. yeah. Think it was no, nuclear? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 the thought of the Cold War and the nuclear threat. Like we reached a point of technology where we thought, I guess this can't continue. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a scary concept, you know. We just yeah, the technology would just overwhelm us. Even now, like people talk about like nanobots and like you know the gray ooze. What's well, the ooze? I mean, if what's the gray you, ooze? If you build self-replicating nanobots, that they'll just self-replicate to the point where they consume the entire world. They just consume. Like if there was a self-replicating nanobot in this room, it would use materials from stuff around it to make another one, and those two would make another two, and those four would make another four, and those eight would make another eight, and then it, yeah, yeah, and then like, eventually you have what's called gray goo where. The the robots are a cloud that just consume all materials and just make themselves. It's terrifying. Yeah, and just the, the, good luck like, sleeping tonight. It's like yeah. that episode of Futurama where Bender. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Little benders. Yeah, I know exactly. Oh, the little yeah. benders. Yeah, yeah. He's a little, like little nano benders. Yeah, but that and uh, you know it's it's nanotechnology. But then you look at like this Ebola thing too. It's like if there was an outbreak Ebola in West Africa, we would not be in the situation with this going global. The way that we are now, where it's like you're literally seeing these little little dots all over the map now of like Spain, and the, the scariest, the craziest one was they they suspected somebody of having uh, Ebola in Braintree, Massachusetts. That is, anyone ever heard of Braintree before? It's mm. it's a, is there a con there that we're going to? <laughs> no, it's a super weird coincidence because there's a Stephen King novel, The Stand, which is about a super flu that wipes mm-hmm. out 98 percent of the population. The first place it infects is Braintree, Texas. <laughs> it's like yeah. the weirdest coincidence. I, I think they figured out the person in Braintree didn't actually. That have is correct. Yeah. but I didn't even know there was a Braintree, Massachusetts, and the fact that it came up was like this is like really like out of a fucking movie. All this stuff. Yeah, disease is it, man. I, everybody's always like, but nuclear was, war, World War Three, but it's gonna be disease. Disease was always it it was always it i like, mean it's like oh, disease was almost it already yeah. in the past it has yeah. already come and gone we live in this weird bubble of antibiotics which is about to come to an end too where <laughs> it's like yeah where like people would get a cut and die or they got smallpox and died yeah you know it happened to a lot of people you know bubonic plague wiped out what a quarter like, of europe yeah yeah a quarter of europe it was more than that yeah. really yeah in our yeah we're just not we're used to it's like oh we just go to the doctor get antibiotics and it's fine but like that's those are gonna. The, the, it's over. Yeah, they're it's getting over. immune to it. Yeah, yeah, at least at least the way that antibiotics uh, exist now. Yeah, you know they're they're working on like genetic therapies and things like that, which hopefully you can't get in a resistance to a genetic therapy. You can probably just make something that's like ten times worse. Something. <laughs> some. Yeah. Eventually, there's going to be some disease that's like, well, we don't have a solution for this. Yeah. yeah. Or. Or where I think we've talked about this before, I know, but I think technology. As you look at every technology, like stuff that's miraculous, a hundred years later is in everybody's pocket, you know, mm-hmm. essentially. And you you go out far enough, and the way that escalates is that eventually people will be able to just make whatever in their, you know, somebody can make a virus in their garage at some point. Like, like the basics crawlers. of that science are so simple that you can buy kids. What's that? Creepy crawlers. <laughs> like creepy crawlers, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, the Black Death killed thirty to sixty percent of Europe. Yeah, thirty to sixty. And you'll be sitting in your garage working on it, and your and robot like, car will be like, what are you doing? It's like, shut up, robot car. <laughs> You're not going to tell anyone. You fucking bend its windshield wiper. <laughs> no! Mind your own robot business. All right. Well, we're at, we're at about time. We should wrap this up. All right. So uh, I want to remind everyone to watch um, Screenplay and The Patch this week. I thought you were oh, and, and play last week. Thanks. I and had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. I'll, the hopefully I'll do it again soon. Social Disorder, where we go speed dating. Oh. That just came out this past Saturday. Really, really funny. Great, <laughs> great video. Just horrible. 
Uh, cringeworthy. No, it, it made it to the top of uh, uh, Reddit R cringe. Well, why would you go to R cringe as like a Someone, subreddit? Why would you do that? Now I know that it's like a thing. Disorder. I didn't know to be on my huh? bookmark to see funny videos like social disorder. Yeah, but we'll have uh, screenplay tomorrow and the patch on Wednesday. And don't forget, uh, not this coming weekend, but the weekend after, we are doing our annual. Uh, live stream, 24-hour live stream mm-hmm. to benefit Extra Life. Yep. Thank you to everybody who watched the live stream last Friday. I thought yeah. it went really well. All right. Well, so, thanks for watching, everyone. Please check it out. We'll see you soon. Also, there's a new uh, really badass uh, Achievement Hunter poster in the store. You should check that out, too. Plug. Bye. And this new show. And this show. <laughs> 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 Get all the plugs hey, in. Are we, are we live right now? Hey, it's... Uh...